0: Hello everybody, welcome to RPG Cast episode six hundred seven for the week of uh November sixth, twenty twenty one. It's extra life It's extra life
1: It's It's extra life So Chris and I are neck and neck for donations.
0: I'm playing Remnant from the Ashes, because I have to play Souls-likes during, RP- during Extra Life.
2: It's been a long-standing tradition, Chris.
0: I've already died once, and the show hadn't even started yet.
2: <laughs> Do we have Every an
1: mark exclamation mark. mark dead again this year?
0: We should, but I, I didn't set one up. <laughs> if you just type it, does something ha- What is she doing?
1: has decided she wants to go outside for some reason.
0: By burying through the window? Yeah,
1: she's decided she's going to dig her way through the office window to go outside. That's not going to work, And of course, work, if sweetie. I put on her harness and take her outside, she'll cry. Yeah, she doesn't mm-hmm. want
0: to go outside.
1: But she really um, wants to
3: go outside.
0: But except that she doesn't.
3: That's cats in a nutshell, man. They don't know what they want. See, see, Alice, pet me! Pet me! Don't touch me. Yep. We Good love. love. If you're in the chat oh, awesome. room,
0: please let us know if the stream drops because this game by default was very demanding on my CPU or something. Um,
3: and <laughs> just
1: watching Eclipse this reminded she's it's just very going funny. crazy. So, hi Kelly. Hey, hi so, there. hey exclamation point death
0: does or dead death does work. Nice. But now we have to get up to 2. So, don't... It says that's two. Yeah, but I only did one. So I've only died once, so make okay. sure the next time. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, thank you for the follow. Uh right. So we are streaming live at twitch.tv slash rbgamer all weekend. We're having a huge Extra Life Stravaganza. So we actually started streaming Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern. We are going to be streaming all the way through the weekend until Monday at 2 a.m. Eastern. So you are going to listen to this show at some point. And it may not Very be good. during the Extra Life weekend. Uh, but you can always go to extra-life.org, find our team, RPGamer, Gamer, donate to anybody on the our team. We love your support. Whether it's, uh, you know, coming to the Twitch and cheering us on, whether it's financial support, whether it's sharing a retweet or um, sharing on Facebook, all of those things are really meaningful to getting the word out that we are raising money to help out sick kids. And that's everything from treatment to research to entertainment to making sure that they have all the best equipment needed in the hospitals. Chris and I play for um, Wisconsin's Children's Hospital It is the biggest pediatric-only care center in the region. They see about 3,000 children every day, and they are a not-for-profit hospital. So they do rely on donations from fundraisers like this. So speaking of... Um, I actually did donation incentives this year that included some shout-outs. So I'm going to plow right through those right now. So I actually had one anonymous shout-out. So thank you to anonymous person. You are awesome. I'm pretty sure you're from Mooncats. So thank you for donating. Uh, I will contact you later (laughs) to find out what your name was uh mooncat 2878 also donated to me and so thank you to the mooncat community all the crypto people i know i got all the crypto people donating to me so lions also donated also known as play nice on the mooncats discord Thank you, Lions. We love, he he said, we love the cats and we love paws. So, no, thank you. And
0: your company's doubling.
1: Yes. So one last shout out and then I'll get to that. Okay. So Ninji also donated to me and he said, help oh. k- sick kids or stuff with myself. <sighs> help sick kids or stuff myself with pizza. It was a tough choice, but I suppose I can skip ordering out this one time. So thank you, Ninji. Thank you, everybody who's donated so far. And in fact, um, the company that I work for now, Ponderware, has um, decided that they are going to match up to $1,000 total of donations. So if I hit $1,000 in donations by the end of the weekend, they will match that. And then I will have $2,000 to donate to the Children's Miracle Network. So thank you, Ponderware, for continuing to be awesome.
2: That's amazing
1: isn't that awesome yeah i I messaged them earlier in the week and i'm like are you cool with like matching donations that i made and they were like well how much did you donate and i'm like i donated 50 dollars to myself you can match that right and the guy who owns the company is like why don't we just match like the first thousand dollars that you get donated i was like oh (laughs) that's normally the amount that i get total so yes
3: that sounds amazing Yes. You also get an extra hour of the stream today, too. Yes. Yes, so tonight... Savings time.
1: Yeah, so the um, Among Us block on the calendar looks like it's only two hours, but it's actually going to be three because we're playing Among Us right through the time change.
0: The time change.
2: (laughs) Oh, God.
1: (laughs) You going to play with us tonight, Sam?
2: Providing I am awake...
1: All oh, right. Um, I forgot to continue introducing people. Hi Sam. Hi Sam.
2: <laughs> hi everyone. It's nice to be here.
1: Um oh, hi Josh. Hey. Thank you for donating to us.
4: Sure. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> Are you already getting tired, Chris? Already. It's going to be a long day. <laughs> a I was I was day. I
1: was admittedly yawning a little bit. So, I took my night meds really early last night and I crashed out at about 9:30, but the problem was, is I once my night meds kick in, I am very, very tired. And I somehow managed to put on my CPAP headgear while still wearing my glasses last night. So at some point in the middle of the night, I woke up and I was like, I don't understand why I feel like my mask just will not sit on my face properly. And so I went to rub my eyes and smacked into my glasses and went out. Oh, well, that explains it. So well, I took everything were- off. <laughs> I took off my glasses. I put everything back on correctly and fell back asleep. There you go. And then I woke up at like 5.30 in the morning because I'd slept for eight hours.
0: <laughs> Good for you.
1: <laughs> but it means I'm also tired this morning. <laughs> that's a couple hours before I normally get up. So hi.
0: Hi.
2: You guys are just gonna be like bright party animals, aren't you? Chris
1: did not go to bed early last night. I feel like for me, I feel like Chris sleep. Yeah, I feel like Chris may be regretting that choice. It wasn't a
0: choice. I couldn't sleep.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna jump right into what I've been playing because it is relevant to my backlog busting that I've been doing all year long. So you guys are probably sick and tired of hearing about how I got so many games for so cheap last year during um, Black Friday. And like I finally finished or at least started all of the games that I bought during the Black Friday weekend last year, just in time for this Black Friday. Good timing. Yes. And it's already started because this week, there were two games that were super cheap on sale. So cheap that I just picked them up with gold coins. Wow. Oh, I love that. Yes. So I think people maybe remember at the start of last year, I was playing this really dorky game called the 12 Labors of Hercules. I I think I might've streamed it like once. On the
0: first day
1: of Olympus, my Minotaur gave to me. (laughs) And so I was looking through all of the games that were on sale, Um, over this weekend because uh, some of these sales are being sort of touted as early Black Friday sales. And I was like, I saw 12 labors of Hercules 3. And I'm like, wait, there's a 12 labors of Hercules 3? I didn't even know there was a 12 labors of Hercules 2. So I looked up 12 labors of Hercules. There are four of them now. Yes, Eclipse. I don't know if you guys just heard that. She came right up to the
4: microphone and me. me She's also surprised. Yes.
1: And so I immediately bought the second one. I put the third and fourth on my wish list. I'm going to be playing that very soon. I'm kind
4: of excited for it. Um, Is is, is this like Kimco style? Like we're just cranking these things out?
1: Not quite that level of mediocre. These are actually normally mobile games that are like fueled by IAPs, but they've been rebalanced to be IAP free for consoles. And so it's a much better, cleaner, less aggravating experience on the console. I love these games on the phone, but I kind of stopped playing them on the phone because they became so predatory in their monetization that I was just like, nope. I just I can't mm-hmm. do this.
4: It's pretty much all of those do eventually. Yeah.
1: Um oh. so since I was looking at my backlog list and I'm like, all right, I should really start finishing up what I haven't at least tried out of my Black Friday last year. I've been playing yes! so I can So Kelly and Sam <laughs> Kelly and Sam have both been on me to play this for a while. And I was kind of nervous to do so because I've watched people speed run it and it looks like it's hard. And then I discovered that there's, like, an entire suite of accessibility options in it. Yep.
2: Yep. And Including gonna...
4: just a, a, a victory button yes. where you can just mm-hmm. win any battle you want.
1: Yes. And that includes buses.
4: Mm-hmm. So
1: um, I've actually been streaming I Can Fell for Extra Life. Um, and that's what I've been doing. Because, like, it's not fun watching me fail both through combat. And so... <laughs> When I'm doing like random encounters and stuff, I'm just like win button. All right, let's move on. Win button. Okay,
3: let's go do this puzzle. Win button.
1: Oh, these characters are so cute.
3: Yes, uh, they are. I adore them. And the best part, you pet cats.
1: Yes. Oh. In order to save your game, you have to pet a cat, and it purrs.
2: <laughs> and I like that every cat has something different to say. Yes. Mm.
1: Yes, there are many different types of purrs. Um, there's, there's
3: secret cat stuff too later on in the game. Yeah.
1: So, um, every once in a while I go up to like just a brick spot in the wall and it turns into a cat face. And when I talk to it, it says the cat opens its mouth, but you don't know what to give it. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to figure out what to give the cat.
3: It, It won't be until late game and it'll be pretty obvious once you get it and it leads to kind of a whole secret cat side quest that I won't spoil but is cool. amazing. All right, I'm looking yeah, forward the to that. Side quest
2: is good.
1: Sweet. I will keep my eyes open for that. So I'm in chapter 7 of Icanfell. So I feel like I'm pretty close to the end.
2: You're getting there for sure.
1: I I am I am so fascinated by like how they do such a good job mixing the plot with like tropes that you can relate to. And then all of a sudden, plot twist that you did not expect. Like, is Safina the good guy or the bad guy? I'm still not sure. Hey,
0: don't spoil things.
3: That's not a spoiler. Okay. So. Um, And just the inclusivity, the fact that they have both types of non-binary characters. And gay characters. And just, oh, I, I adore this game. I... It was unlimited run games, and I probably should have picked it up again, but I don't know. I already played it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those things where it was like, if
3: I had
1: maybe not played it digitally, then I would have picked it up. But that's okay. Yeah, no, I mean. Definitely recommend. Yeah. Um, I also uh, started and finished Fault Milestone 1 this week. So this is a visual novel that I picked up a few weeks ago when it went down to like a buck or two. And um, I I'd wanted to have been playing it for a while because um, I'd heard it was really good and uh, then I just sort of like grabbed it earlier in the year and then kind of forgot about it, but I was looking through all of my stuff on the Switch because I'm like, I want something to play in the evenings where I don't want something super heavy, I don't want something super action-y visual novel sounds like a good idea and what I didn't know <laughs> is it ends on a massive cliffhanger <laughs> so I immediately picked up Fault Maltstone 2 above and I'm probably going to start diving into that um, this week
4: that, That's how they get you
1: Yep <laughs> Um, i've also been streaming more the legend of the hero the legend of heroes trails in the sky the third i'm in Yay! the final chapter i am past the point of no return i have separated everybody into their groups and i am diving oh. the dungeons
4: yep you're at the very end then
1: yep
3: how have you been liking that so far
1: i like it i it's so interesting for me because i'm playing the series out of order and so there's a lot of things that suddenly make a lot more sense having played that game.
4: (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of plot in that game that kind of connects to the rest of the stuff. There
1: are things that I clearly should have known about Gaius Mm -hmm. that are so obvious now. So, so obvious.
4: Uh, Who was in your party when you, uh, did you, I'm trying to remember it was late in the game where you finally come across Gilbert, where he's like caught in that, uh, in the uh, jail on the uh, airship?
1: Um, so my party for the most part was all the ladies. So my party uh, was um, Kevin, because you have to have him in um, for like almost the entire game. And then Estelle and Tita and uh,
4: uh Annalise. Oh, Annalise. Okay. See see one of the neat things about that game is, you know, you have that what is it? Like 14 different characters to choose from, yep. and then everyone has their own flavor text depending on who you have in the party. So yeah. I remember I had Rin in in that section and Rin just like tortures uh, Gilbert when when you come across. <laughs> him.
3: Yeah. As she
1: should. Um I had her in the party when I did the encounter at the end of the airship. So I had Estelle, Joshua, and Ren in my party at that point. And so they definitely had things to say to each other.
4: Oh, yeah. Um, did, did you get and do uh, Ren's door? Ooh.
1: <laughs> oh, God. I did not yes. do that door on stream because I was told ahead of time that there is some,
4: there, there's some heavy strong content in,
1: content in that door.
4: Yeah, yeah that's, yeah, that's about as heavy as a video game gets. Paradise is uh, something else.
3: Paradise that door is that door needed a ugh. trigger warning. <laughs> oh. I mean,
1: even the door where you get, um, uh, oh shoot, what's his name, Pelter? Which you there's one of the doors you can go to that unlocks her s craft. Mm. Uh, what is, what's the damn machine called? Pelter? No. Powder matter? Pater meter. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That door is also weird as hell.
4: (laughs) Yeah. You get a sense of why Ren is quite like how she is in that game.
1: You know? (laughs) Um, and actually I was watching someone play the new Calvert game that's out Mm -hmm. in Japan now. Ren's in it. Mm Mm-hmm. She's she's in high school now.
4: That uh, that's why I was telling you you kind of need to 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 play uh, at least Trails Third because yeah. like there's the first so cross much cross stuff. Ball, yeah, yeah. The first Crossbell game, like the B story in that game, is like Estelle and Joshua chasing after Rin for that entire game. So it kind of doesn't. I, don't, I think it doesn't land if you hadn't at least played Third to kind of understand what's going on.
1: Right. Well, and Killika is in the new game as well. Mm -hmm. And, like, um, the impression that I get from sort of the interactions in the third is, like, her story just drops off a cliff.
4: Oh Well, she plays a big role in Crossbell, in the Crossbell games.
1: Right. But she's sort of in FCSC and then disappears. Mm -hmm. And then she shows up again in Crossbell. And then she disappears. Mm -hmm. So, like... She has, like, these little snippets of story, but never anything that's, like, well put together. And it sounds like she has just a a much more thorough role in yeah. the first Calvert well, game. Well, it
4: kind of makes sense. She's not doing a big, a lot in uh, in uh, the Cold Steel games because she's kind of working for... She's in Calvert. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's from Calvert, and she's kind of working for the intelligence services, so...
1: Yeah, isn't... i like, she's a spy for Calvert. Mm-hmm. Okay that's the impression that i got i definitely made sure that i went when i went to the um citadel that i had estelle in my party the whole time because that was Mm. really funny i took estelle and richard (laughs) that was a good combination to take in there because they had opinions
3: about everything (laughs) yeah as is probably to be expected I, I was going to ask if in the Crossbell games if it kind of explained why Ren kind of calmed down a little bit between uh, Sky and Cold Steel because she was yeah. surprisingly grounded in Cold Steel.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that all kind of gets yeah, wrapped up. Her, in, I in... feel like
3: her
1: experiences in third is what really did it.
4: Uh, it, it gets like fully wrapped up at the beginning of Crossbell. Oh, okay. It does. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm glad those games are coming out next year. Mm Oh, I cannot wait. (laughs) That was definitely one of my motivating factors to play Trails in the Sky the Third now, because I'm like, this is going to become really relevant when Crossbell comes out at the first half of 2022. So I should probably just knock these out sooner or later.
4: It is. I wish there was an easier way to play it, but, you know, like, unfortunately, that one's PC only. It's PC.
1: Mm -hmm. Just live with it.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> um I was also going to ask had you done any of the mini game doors? I did all Ooh. of them.
4: Oh, That's, you even uh, did fishing?
3: Yes. Did it took me a little bit. It took me a little bit to
1: get the rhythm going, but once I did yeah. um I really liked it. The the one that was interesting for me and the reason that I had Analace in my party for some of the later stuff is um if you do the very last one, there's uh, an upgrade for her if you did her door. Mm-hmm. So if you did Annalise's door and then you do the final uh, tournament, you get an upgrade to the sword that she gets in her door. And it's like oh. the best weapon in the game. I think it's actually better than her black
3: or weapon. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, someone tipped me to that. So I definitely made a made a point to go and do it
3: I, I know the fishing door made me want to throw my xbox controller through my monitor yeah i
0: <laughs> failed
1: a few times
0: throwing the controller through the monitor
1: no i just failed the fishing game a few times it is uh, it is really luck based uh, there are times I... where it feels like you hit the timing on the catch perfectly and it's just like nope <laughs> lol <laughs> it's
3: like i almost think that part of my issue was that I was playing it hooked up to, with my laptop hooked up to the TV, and I honestly wonder if the HDMI delay played a factor. Just, just enough could. of a
1: delay? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: That makes sense.
4: Yeah, those extra 30 milliseconds or whatever just oh. gets it right off. And that one, it, it is very finicky, much more so than anything any of the other games in the series. I don't know why they made it so tight.
3: Because yeah. it was one of those things to where I read to just close your eyes and just listen for the sound. And I swear I would have it, like, right on the cusp of the sound and just still fail it. And I'm like, nope, I'm not doing this. I don't need to finish this mini game. I'm good.
1: I just got more donations. Ah! So Cal bought a shout out. She says, go team Anna. Boo team Chris.
3: Yeah, boo me. Ouch.
1: Vaughn also donated, and he gave $25 to Chris and $75 to me.
3: Booyah. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I I said, I'm just kidding. I love you both. (laughs) I didn't read Uh, that part. Was
1: that important?
3: A little. But also, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so in terms of goals, Sparrow and Breeze, my personal goal is a thousand dollars. Chris's personal goal is a thousand dollars. Our overall team goal is ten thousand dollars because there is a number of streamers that are going to be streaming over the Extra Life weekend that don't have an individual page. So if you donate to the um, team, those go towards them. Hopefully okay, that makes sense. So sorry to cut you off. Um, yeah, that's all I've been playing this week. Uh, Sam, what have Excellent. you been playing?
2: What have I been playing? Oh, my goodness. So I've been on vacation since last Saturday, and I've gotten to catch up on video games. It's been really nice, actually. Cool. So yesterday I finished um, Get in the Car Loser, which I on the site. Uh, I really liked it, though the beginning it's of the game free. is a little rough. <laughs> it is free, so keep that in mind. And it's that's, like, a wonderful way to do it is just, you know, here's your free, but here's your... You know, DLC if you want it. Yeah, which I totally got the DLC. I won't lie, the DLC makes parts of the game a lot easier.
4: Really? Okay, I haven't even used it yet.
2: Yeah, so if you do the DLC, the character Grace will get uh, a special sword. Mm -hmm. And the sword that she has is super cheaty. Ah... So uh, I know I used it for one of the boss fights in particular. Um, the game has some weird balance issues at times. Uh, even it has
4: a it, weird leveling system, too. I mean, it's it has
2: just... a, Yeah, it's... It, it, at the beginning, I wasn't enjoying it because a lot of the blocks just weren't clicking together for me. Mm-hmm. And I was getting very frustrated because it's like, I know what this game is trying to do, but it's not being as obvious as I think I wanted it to be.
4: Yeah. Well, um, it, it's weird because, like, your characters don't have levels in a traditional yeah. sense. You equip uh, items that have levels, and then that determines kind of the level of your character. And then yes. the, the items you get are basically, like, it, it's kind of random drop where you, well, you, it's not a random drop per se, but you buy them and you just kind of get random items, and then you can upgrade some of the items, And so it's kind of – it's a weird leveling system. You can't just grind in a normal sense and like, oh, I go up to level six. You
2: you do have to grind is the joke of it. You do have to do it by doing the random encounters because it's the only way you get money. And money is actually like the most important thing in the game in a lot of ways because that's how you get the trinkets. And if you don't have enough trinkets – you can't upgrade the items, which, if you can't upgrade the items, means you can't level the items. Um, and that was one of the things that didn't click right away, was the fact that like I needed to break a bunch of items to then upgrade it to the next level, to mm-hmm. then level the character. And once that clicked for me, it was like, okay, I've now figured this out. I can mutilate things a lot easier now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, the first boss fight in the game is incredibly mean. It is mean yeah. on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those ones where I did almost quit the game because yeah. it was horrific at telling you what to do.
4: It was tough, yeah. That was it, a really tough one.
2: The rest of the boss fights are not as bad. I would say the third boss is the other rough one, and then I remembered I had cheaty, <laughs> that fixed part of that <laughs> boss um, But the characters are super wonderful. Again, this is a super inclusive game. Um, some of the... Like just intricacies in the characters is really fascinating too, um, especially Sam. Sam is the best character in the whole oh, game. Sam. <laughs>
1: um, I don't know I'm if you guys saw the interview that we did with uh, Christine Love, but one of the oh, questions that I that I asked is, um, "What which is best girl and why is it Sam?"
2: Always Sam. <laughs> I mean, even playing it, Sam actually is the best girl. Telling you, I mean. She, Sam's the only one that also gets her own set of responses. Mm-hmm. Like, Sam is the only one that you actually do dialogue for, but the way that they've done it is, you have about six different kinds of responses. You can have a heroic response, you can have a stammering response, and then there's one that is just specifically, says Sam-like. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you bet your ass I totally used every time, because it's like, oh, I'm a Sam, I understand So it's the equivalent of
0: grappling away?
2: <laughs> yes! <laughs> No, those those bits are delightful. Um, There's a really, really good discussion on what it means to be yourself, what it means to be okay with the fact that you might be different, that you might be unique in the eyes of others as well. And it's it's really fabulous, and I really do encourage people to play the game. And again, it's just a big gay road trip. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love that I love the way they
4: tell the story, where it's just them, you're just driving along in the car and you're just reading the text as it goes along. Yep. And you kind of choose. I mean, they've incorporated that in where you have like three different lanes and you can kind of choose what sort of random encounter you want. It tells you the level of the enemies that are coming yes. up and, like, okay, I want to be in the right lane. Go with Although,
2: these. oh my God, Christine Love created one of the worst enemy types ever with the Jerk Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> the,
3: jerk, <laughs> the Jerk Patrol
2: is exactly what it is. Um, um, they are little robots who, when you kill them, will multiply Dead. and multiply and multiply. Yep, that's jerky. So you have to basically find attacks through your trinkets that can actually target all of them. And there's actually not that many. No, don't do that. I... So. Pause. Um, jerk Patrol that is rough. counted by two I, Oh, okay. <laughs> I may have cussed out the Jerk Patrol on numerous occasions. <laughs> um Oh, just, I was so angry. Also, like, Valentin is just the sweetest thing in the whole world. Like, they are, like, my heart and soul in that game. <laughs> I love them. Um, just, I love all the characters. And, like, Angela is hilarious and adorable, and she's a weird archangel thing, and I. Her deal is pretty entertaining. <laughs> <'Cause>
4: <laughs> I just, I just finished up the first act, so I just got her. You just got party.
2: her. Yeah, no, yeah. and and she's beefy. Like mm-hmm. the one thing I will say is like, Angela is the one you want to make sure like you're keeping beefy because she's the one that can do all the damage. Yeah, like great, Grace, is strong, but Grace has a cheat button. <laughs> with her two swords, right? Um, and then the way that this battle system plays is, like, it's a combination of, like, Final Fantasy 15 staggering system and Valkyrie profile, yeah. which I don't like the Valkyrie profile elements as much in this game, because I actually don't think it lends itself well uh, in terms of having everybody being attached to a different button. This mm-hmm. is also a game I would highly recommend you have to play with a controller. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Playing it with a keyboard is incredibly uncomfortable. Um, which is how I started playing it, and then I realized how much it was wrecking my arthritis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so busted out my controller, everything was fine. But yeah, like I I don't love the bits that are Valkyrie profile, but I do love the bits that are clearly influenced from Final Fantasy 15.
4: Yeah, the fifteen um, and then like even the thirteen kind of yeah. influence where you have like different You also have, like, different setups, depending on the items that you've equipped. So you can have, like, three different setups, and you can swap between, and you could have your characters who are tanking, but then you can swap over, and then, like, okay, I've done the tanking. Now I need to swap over where I want everyone attacking, and then I've got one where, like, okay, more defensive and healing, you kind of, like, swap between your different setups as you need to. Yeah,
2: and some, some character rules overlap and some do not. So Valentin, for example, uh, they only have the tank ability. They mm-hmm. are the only one that can tank. So uh, anytime you equip a green trinket, it specifically goes to them. Um, whereas Angela and Grace have a huge amount of overlap. Um, and then Dad. Angela and Sam have overlap in terms of the fact that they can... Uh, both ravage enemies to help with the staggering process, which is nice. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot that you can customize with in this game for sure, and you're highly encouraged to experiment as much as you can while you're playing it. Um, I ended up with an item that made me really miserable. Why? Nice. Um, oh, no. Find details. It's called the Bank Breaker, which I highly recommend not ever using. Um, Bank Breaker essentially ups your attack, but you lose items. Ooh. Oh Yeah, it's kind of bullshit. That's not
5: <laughs> it's good. Like,
2: It's not actually, like, the buff's not actually worth losing the items, especially because, again, you need items to break to make better items. So that one, I was kind of like, I actually think the inclusion of this is really stupid. Hmm. Like, it's, I find it very discouraging for the player, <laughs> but it's also like, it's a high-level trinket, so you, your brain stupidly goes... Ooh, high level trinket. I'm attached this, and then you use it in battle. You're like, shit! I'm losing everything. Like left, right, and center. This is bad.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: so. that sounds annoying. It's uh, it's not as good as I think we were hoping it would be. So I don't, I don't recommend the bank breaker when you get it, and you can get it pretty early. So, but you can't also destroy that item either. Is also the other problem, which sucks butt. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it kind of just sat in my inventory and I'm just like, every time I looked, I was like, oh, right, you, I hate you. (laughs) I was like, I wish I could just get rid of this, but you can't. I don't know. Maybe some people use it for
3: speed or challenge
2: runs. Well, that's it. The game does actually uh, encourage you to uh, use items like that uh, in certain areas, Uh, especially because you can do things like you can buy this item called, I think it's the devil's clock. And you buy the Devil's Clock, and you equip it in a boss battle, and you'll get bigger rewards and whatnot. But you've got to do the boss fight, like, in a set amount of time. And, oh, it's just, fuck no. I don't have patience (laughs) for that. Um, Time or patience. I don't blame you you. You like that stuff? Go for it. Like, it's fun. And again, you want to play it? The base game is free. So... You've know, you got no reason. There's no actual real dollars on the line unless you decide you want the DLC, which the DLC is awesome and really funny, and I totally Mm -hmm. encourage that you buy it. Uh, I'll have to check
3: this one out when I'm in between games because it sounds like my kind of game. Oh, you're you're
2: saying 15 and 13? Like, just put it in my veins. (laughs) (laughs) And and not just that, like, in terms of, like, storytelling and characters, like, it's totally your jam, Kelly, 100%. (laughs) Her
4: her writing's always been great.
2: Yeah, no, I, again, I've played every single Christine Love game at this point. This one's probably one of my favorites. It still doesn't beat Digital Love Story for me. Yeah. Like, and that's one of her first games, but Digital just kind of holds a special oh, okay. place in my heart, so <laughs> it's, it's a little don't hard type to death, type that
0: one. Don't type Death in the chat. <laughs> I'm too behind on that. Don't type it.
2: <laughs> Poor Chad. They, they they are so ahead of... They're just like, come on, Chris. Let's get this going.
0: Oh, for Frick's
2: sake!
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they refuse to let the count
1: be accurate, apparently.
2: Nope. They don't want it. They don't <laughs> want accuracy. Yeah. They want suffering.
1: Numbers go burr.
2: And then, the other game I've been playing, and I plan to finish it after the podcast, is uh, I'm at the end of Persona 5 Strikers,
1: which oh, I love. I need to play that.
2: Really? How? So...
4: So, so you're a fellow person that wasn't super high on Persona 5. Should I, I would, play Persona 5 Strikers? Even though yes, I you should. It? Do you like really? Musos? Because
2: uh, Strikers fixes, fixes a few of Persona 5's problems in terms of storytelling.
4: Oh, cool. Okay.
2: And other thing I will say is, I like the battle system better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, harsh. It's okay. I,
2: I, again, I like Persona 5's battle system a lot, but I'm a Muso junkie. And I was half expecting this game to suck because my brain was not processing the idea of how I can make Persona and Musou work. And then I played it and became a huge dumpster fire for the battle system because it's like, ooh, hold on. I'm going to strike this weakness, but I'm also going to like bash these fuckers, but I'm also going to like showtime this bitch, and then I'm going to do this. And it's just – it's so fast and frantic, Dead. but the UI is so good <laughs> that it's just – you know what you're doing in the process of it being fast and frantic. Okay. Like, okay, I just passed the baton to so-and-so, but also they're saying they've got it one more time. Click that button, jump to that person. And it's it's busy, but it is okay. the right kind of busy.
3: Okay, I need to go back to Strikers because I tried to play that right after um, the Zelda Muso, the one that came out last year that was Breath of the Wild. I'm blanking on its name. Age, Age calamity. of Calamity. And, you know, starting at Strikers Out, it starts, it's such a slow burn because it's having to teach you so much. And after just dungeons
2: rough. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And coming after Age of Calamity, I was like, this this isn't gelling with me right now. And it's probably because of coming off Age of Calamity. So I kind of need to let it settle a little bit. And now you coming around on just everything Persona 5 because of this game.
2: Now I'm intrigued. Well, again, do I still love the characters? Mm, yes and no Um, I will say like I was not keen on Haru in the first game Haru finally gets expanded in this game and it's well done do I still like do I like Yusuke still I like him a little more than I did in you know Persona 5 I think he's a little more adorable in this game whereas I couldn't stand him in Persona 5 so Makoto is she still best girl yes 100% 100% stays best girl the whole time, and if anyone wants to fight me on that, well, I have claws, and I'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. There is no debate here. Makoto is best girl. Is On still stupid? Yes! Is she slightly more tolerable? Yes! Is Ryuji still adorable, but also dumb as a stump? Yes! <laughs> but, uh, no, like, I... I really liked a lot of what this game does, and I think the way that it expands on Persona 5's world is really clever in so many ways. And the two new characters are pretty fabulous. Like I'm I quite am in love with both uh, Sophie and Zenkichi. Sophie um, Sophie is an archetype I generally don't like, which is like cutesy AI girl. Um, but she is she's very sweet, and I really like her a lot. And then Zenkichi is, like, totally my favorite kind of old man, like, doofy and kind of grumpy. So I I like him, too. Um, But Strikers has been a joy to play, so, like, I highly encourage, especially because, yes, that first dungeon is a little, I'm going to say it's a little rough, it is. Um, But I highly encourage, like, giving it a try again, because it's so much fun. Um,
3: I, I will attempt to do that at some point, though uh, another SMT five is coming out next week, so it might be yeah. a little while. Um, th- that being said, uh, if you Kelly want some fun, Kelly SMT Persona games too,
0: we're not talking about SMT games right now. We're talking about Persona games. They're very different.
3: <laughs> um, um, it's, the, it's the same thing.
0: Nope, totally different. A true Atlas fan.
1: <laughs> Your don't Kelly. Have... <laughs> Kelly, you're gonna get so much hate mail for saying that. <laughs>
2: I (laughs) hope I do. (laughs) I would say, you know what, if you're stuck on what to play next, this one is very good at, like, keeping your attention. Because I was having a bit of a struggle after I finished Life is Strange. I was like, I love this game so much. What could be better than Life is Strange True Colors? Um, I was just struggling to find a new thing to play. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to give this another go. Because like you, Kelly, I popped it in early in the year. And it wasn't clicking. I feel and like again, I so many just, of us I on staff. To play it.
1: I, I feel like that yeah. was the experience of so many of us on staff. We're like, I started, but I didn't really stick with it
2: because it wasn't really having me. No, and, and that it's so true. And then again, now that I've sat down with it, it's like, oh, no, this is, this is clicking in all the right ways. Um, I really, like I said, I really enjoyed it. I also beat not an RPG. Uh, I also beat a little hope with my roommate on Halloween. Cause we like to play the dark pictures games when they come out. We're also one behind, which I realize a uh, little hope was stupid in all the right ways. Okay. <laughs> it's a horror game. Uh, like, Cause it's about Salem witch trials, but also there's this bad thing that happened in the seventies to this family, but also are these people real or are they illusion illusions? And it's like, this is so <laughs> dumb. And I It's really dumb. It does a good job of playing up its dumb. Okay, and that's I bad. I lived for it. And I again, I only paid like ten bucks for it. So if I, again, if you got I, I if you liked it, them. like
1: I mean, that's that's not a bad thing. <laughs> well,
2: it's one of those. I refuse to give these games their full price because they're often not worth like the forty fifty dollars being asked for. And again, none of them are as good as Until Dawn, which is the other problem. <laughs> As a person who platinumed until dawn and was a junkie, and then their husband threatened to break the disc on them, you could tell <laughs> I liked until dawn. Um, but both man and, Medan and uh and little hope have a lot of really interesting elements to them, and I think that's why I keep coming back. I've sadly heard South had the new one, House of Ashes, is um, not very spooky, which makes me sad. <laughs> and again, not I, enough spooky. Zero out of I don't five. Love uh, I'm a bit of a wuss, actually. So that's why I play these, is because like, I know they're never going to scare me enough that I have like nightmares or anything like that, because, again, they don't take themselves that seriously. So I finished that on Halloween. So, like again, my vacation's been great for beating games, I'm not going to lie. And then the last thing I've been playing uh, through the podcast is Pio 40, which is a stupid Otome game about the Italian Mafia, and I love it. <laughs> You are. Um,
4: you're, you're, you're showing off uh, birthmarks to us before the show. Uh,
2: yeah, so the main character has this weird. I want to say it. I, I, I think of it as a Quebec Nordique. I know that's not what it actually is. <laughs> I was like, is it the Quebec Nordiques logo? No. Is it the other. the, the Fleur de Lis thing? Okay. I was like, I can't Go find ahead. the right words for this. So there's this, just this weird titty birthmark. And <laughs> uh, the character's like, I have this it weird looked, looked in New Orleans. <laughs> It looks like the New Orleans Saints logo to me. Yeah, I I don't understand why she has a birthmark like that on her titty, but uh, you go, game. You do you. Uh, All the boys are definitely coming to the yard for that one. (laughs) And and it's not her health meter either. Nope. I haven't gotten that far, so I've just met all the boys and uh, listening to it in Japanese, like them saying the Italian last names is so fucking entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) A, what, <laughs> it's like, no, that, that's not how you say that. <laughs> like, that is. There's a character whose name is Dante Falzone. And it's like this Falzone. And they're like, Falzone. And it's like, no!
0: <laughs> Failzone.
2: It's the,
3: the
4: Falzone. Zone.
2: You're ruining you know You're like life. me when people pronounce it Celt- Celtic and not Celtic. I, I just. <laughs> How, n- there, there is no family friendly when I'm here. What are we talking about?
5: It's the
0: Boston Celtics. <laughs> no chat. Celtics.
2: Yep. No chat. <laughs> we do not. We do not do family friendly. I agree
0: with Moan Cappy though. You should be family friendly, especially today on a on a Twitch.t- on a extra life
2: for the children.
0: Yeah, and I know you can control your mouth if you want to. I can. I, I know you can. Not it's it's not a.
3: It's not a Sam show unless she can. We can go full explicit.
0: It sure is. We've had plenty of times with
3: that. <laughs>
2: Mm, I've forgotten any forgot all the, I rubbish. forgot all the
0: non-dirty words They're all gone Forgot them but,
2: all, you know. sorry um, But yeah, no um, This one is weird In all the right ways But just, oh, the Italian's hurting me a lot Just hearing them say And then again, I know they're Japanese And Falzone Falzone, get it right His <laughs> name is Dante Sounds like Not an Italian something. fast
0: food restaurant.
2: So, you know, it, it is what it is. Just, Josh, what you been playing?
4: Oh, uh, other than getting the car loser. Oh, I finished off Lost Judgment finally. And I feel like that game was OK. I had a good time playing it. But man, the plot holes in oh. that game kind of bugged me the whole time. Yep. <laughs> is that bad? Is it bad that the plot holes bugged me?
2: It is not bad that the plot holes bugged you because the holes are big.
4: It's supposed to be a mystery game. You're supposed to be solving a mystery, and I'm just sitting there yelling at the screen like, but but what about X? You you know, like, you, you've got this, this explanation, but it doesn't make sense
2: because there are these holes in it. Like, why are you doing this? Well, and I'm sorry. The game uses a couple tropes in a way that are just... I was actually offended. (laughs)
4: Ooh, really?
2: Yeah, no. uh, I hate any game or any media that likes to use fridging as a plot device to push it forward, and then, I don't know, be like, she mattered, I guess. Do do you need to explain fridging to people?
3: Because I don't know if a lot of people know what that means.
2: So the term fridging essentially um, means that you have two male characters, usually, and the only way that their agency kind oh, of no, I is create
0: Sam, I know yeah. this one. I know this one. Fridging. You want to do it, Chris? Yeah, fridging. Fridging is when you have a character who can't die. So when you need them to survive a nuclear blast, you have them climb in a fridge and it gets launched across the <laughs> desert. That's not it, Chris. Oh.
3: That's, that's, that's. Also fridging. Nuking the fridge. That's different. No, though She's talking.
0: Okay.
2: She's talking women in infrig- refrigerators.
0: Oh. All right. Never mind. No,
2: no. And so the idea is to give these men agency. We kill off a female character, thus frigidly.
4: Thus, they have a reason frigid. to go on.
2: Yeah, to, and to move
4: the plot forward. Like,
0: well, give
3: me an game... example
0: from a popular
4: movie.
2: Um. So um. It's it
3: started because of the Green Lantern comic where yeah. his girlfriend ended up sliced up in a in a refrigerator.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I thought it was because of uh, the freezer guy who in Batman who put his wife in a refrigerator.
2: No, that's a that's actually that's slightly Mr. Freeze. different. Miss, the Mr. Freeze situation is actually different because he didn't murder his wife. Okay. Like, in most in most cases, again, Did the that, Green is, Lantern that murder is a weird situation that I don't... Uh, the the Green Lantern one is the villain just kills the girlfriend, puts her in a fridge, and then it's like, by the way, Green Lantern, ha ha, I killed your girlfriend, she's in the fridge. Bye.
5: Okay.
2: It's one of those that Green Lantern gets mad, Green Lantern had agency there you go
0: okay so you like kill, mr. A, kill a female a character off ages. to motivate a male
2: it's a little different, Yep. depending on the interpretation of mr freeze
0: and it's weird because we never see it the other way
2: it doesn't happen the other no. way
4: right actually. right okay
2: yep. um like one of my favorite books has a use of fridging which is vicious by v.e schwab um that one is also a superhero story and again i don't like the element of it but i well, appreciate that's the thing with how superheroes
0: how do you hurt them the only way they're vulnerable is the people around it. them right
2: the way that lost judgment uses this trope is incredibly problematic oh no especially mm. when um you spend a lot of the game being like oh this woman's being sexually harassed but also haha she's being sexually harassed like it's not a big deal and then it's revealed it's not a big deal and then it's like no 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 guys like you're basically saying don't believe the victims because she made it up and it just there's just a lot of things wrong with how women are treated in lost judgment that i found myself Which has been pretty- a
4: problem in the Yakuza series. It has
2: know. been. But i'm a little bit more forgiving to some of the other Yakuza games because i'm going to say something that sounds a little shitty the game are the games are not about women. Yeah. They're not whereas here the mystery focuses on a woman to an mm-hmm. extent and you claim she's important and then you decide halfway through that she's not and it just the when they remember she exists it's like oh my gosh we have to do it for her and it's like you forgot about this like two chapters ago like no so I don't yeah. buy it yeah, that and sounds again, annoying. With, especially with like a dragon existing where, you know, we actually have some really fun, strong female characters in the Yakuzaverse finally. This one just feels like a slap in the face. Yeah, yeah, this
4: game definitely does not compare well after. I, I think that was part of my problem. Like coming off of uh, like a dragon, this just feels like, it really does feel like, oh, this is side game, slightly lesser than a yeah. regular series. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't know. Like, there are elements to Lost Judgment's story that I really, really liked. I liked the conversation about bullying. I liked mm-hmm. the conversations that the game was having about how far we will go to, you know, not only protect the ones we love, but harm the ones who have, you know, caused us wrong. Um, it, it is a very unique mystery, and I am, I am going to give it points for that. I am also going to give the game points for one of the characters, which is Jun. I think. Jun is a very interesting character, but I also feel like he's also the one with a chunk of the holes. Yeah. Um, which is also really frustrating. But like as a character, he's really fun. And I like him a lot uh, a lot. But it's just one of those I'm like, oh my god, like why does he have so many plot holes? Why is this <laughs> game like being like, let's turn it around? And by the way, it was this all along, and you're just like, no.
4: I don't know, and, and I'm kind of wondering now. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it. You know, Yakuza has this thing where he always has like super serious, you know, crime main story, and then like really dumb, silly side content. And they try and do that. It still in Judgment, and I think that the main story is so much darker that it doesn't quite work as well. Like the balance doesn't feel quite as right. I don't know. No, it
2: it, it is a very weirdly balanced game and then I mean I'm just gonna also call it on a couple other piece of crap that I didn't like. All the new elements sucked. But, I like Every the chat though. Here's the the, chat, the chat's stupid. asking
0: the the chat is asking the relevant questions. Tell us about the mini games. That's what really matters here. Uh,
2: they're still not great. <laughs> and, and no.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're not great.
0: Well that's not good.
2: I mean they forced you to play the stupid dice one. That I hated. And then as soon
1: oh, as it Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Is that that same mini game that drove you crazy in Suikoden?
2: No. Okay. <laughs> <Chichirone> <laughs> is a different game that I get very mad at <laughs> because the dice always falls out of the bowl.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's me being bad at it. This one is just, it's, it's a chance game in a different way where it's like you go into virtual space, you roll a dice. Sometimes the there's. A guy fl- I just. No. That was stupid. I hate it. Die in a fire. Um, but skateboarding was a new element they added, and it sucks. Um, <laughs> parkour is a new thing they added, and it sucks. What else it, is new that they added? Uh, oh, stealth. It sucks.
4: Yeah, yeah the stealth does suck. <laughs> they don't use it very much though. Like they Thank have all God, the stuff gosh. that they. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that becomes the problem. It's like they've dialed back even the. You know, like in the first game, you had to do a lot of these or there were lots of missions where you could go and try and take a take a picture of the person like cheating on their you know cheating on their wife and like they dialed all that stuff back and it's almost like they forgot it even existed in the game. Yep, you like yep. do there's a bunch of the stuff the tailing and that you do in the initial tutorial and then you may never do it in the rest of the game unless yep. you happen to come across unless like come one across of the side quests. Him.
2: Um, but yeah, like the parkour is so poorly implemented. And one of the complaints that I was saying to both my husband and my roommate is parkour has been done well in other games. Go play in Assassin's Creed. There is so much parkour there. Hey, Sega, you could have looked at that and like, that's how we should do parkour.
4: It wasn't even as fun and engaging as like Uncharted parkour.
2: Well, that's it. it. They couldn't even do Uncharted parkour which is not challenging. <laughs> As a this... person who just finished Lost Legacy, I did Uncharted Parkour. The more, it was fine.
1: <laughs> the more that you and Josh talk about this game, I feel like instead of adding a whole bunch of more new stuff and having it be all be mediocre, they maybe should have scaled back the number of new things that they added and focused on making that smaller subset
2: good. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the issue is we're looking at the fact that they shoehorned all these new elements in to be like, "Yagami's more detectivey now." And just none of them work well. Like no. none of them. And I I'm going to I feel like I'm in the minority of this and but I'm going to call it out. I hate the way they did the side quests this time where you have to use fake Twitter to find your side <laughs> quests. Yeah. And now I'm going to swear so cover your ears fuck that shit (laughs) i
3: don't even like using i don't even like using real twitter to find shit that was
2: (laughs) the stupidest call i think i've ever seen oh yagami's gonna stand next to this guy and hopefully he'll hear a keyword and then he'll run to the next area and maybe a plot point will happen or maybe you'll find the wrong person
0: remember when you used to do location-based stuff on twitter i do that's yeah, no, a long and, time. Square, and then everyone uh, realized then what a terrible square. idea.
5: Yeah.
1: And
2: it's bad. It is beyond bad. I did less side stories this time around because I just couldn't be arsed to waste that kind of time. It it was was a a double-edged
4: sword for me because I'm bad about getting, like, totally sidetracked by all the side quests in the game. So that wasn't happening this time because you had so much effort to get to them. But it also meant you would go huge chunks of the game where it's just, like, all plot, no side quests.
2: Yeah, Yeah. and it just—it was not balanced very well. And again, as the reviewer, that just left me infuriated because, Mm -hmm. again, side quests in RGG games— are memorable they are fun they're ridiculous so finding them was actually like you, you actually had to put a lot of effort into it and part of the reason I hate that is because the older games are very good about just you walking somewhere and then a random event occurs and it's really fun like it's just it feels more organic compared to this in a lot of ways Whereas this is like, we're bringing back Foursquare. Do you like Foursquare? It's like, no, I didn't like Foursquare. Check in uh, here for cute. a discount code. <laughs> you know, if the game gave me discount codes <laughs> on top of using its crappy Twitter, I would have been fine with that. I mean, like, you get Yoshinoya in the game, and I was like, I miss Yoshinoya. So I may have taken a bunch of screenshots that were just, you know, selfies in front of the Yoshinoya for myself, because I'm sad. <laughs> But no, I, I like I'm with you, Josh, like Last Judgment is a huge missed opportunity in a lot of ways. I think the schedule of it being rushed um, probably hurt it a lot, but I don't think they had a clear vision either of what they wanted to do. It's clear that they uh-huh. had the story mostly figured out. I just think once they re- were presented with the holes, they were like, well, shit, what do we do?
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's to... just ignore that.
2: <laughs> and, it, and it's hard coming off of the first judgment, which had a really, really fantastic story mm-hmm. and really did a great job of feeling like it was a part of the Yakuzaverse, whereas this game doesn't have
4: yeah, this, that. This is very yeah. much so- off on its own.
2: Yeah, no, and the only connection it really has is just the fact that you can go to Yokohama and... Like great, you built Yokohama. Like let's use it again. But Yokohama, like one of my complaints with like a dragon is Yokohama is not interesting.
4: It, it's just big, and there's not a lot. It, it doesn't have part of what, what was cool have- about Kamurocho was uh, like it's not that huge, but it's so densely packed with stuff, yeah. and it feels like that Yokohama is just like spread out everywhere. For you know, you're spending a lot of time running around and not really oh, doing
1: like that. a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. It was weird for me because that was my first Yakuza, and I felt like the city was, like, 20% too big. Mm -hmm.
2: Yokohama is big and empty, and it's boring. Like, it's very, very boring to run through in a lot of ways because, again, with it being so big, your chance of organic encounters is a lot less. Um, what saves like a dragon in a lot of ways for me, because again, I scored it lower than Alex did, is the fact that again, you have a very good story, very fun characters, and that battle system is not perfect, but it's definitely a step in the right direction. So, I, this is my two cents. But how did you find the last bit of Lost Judgment, Josh? Like, doing that last hike <laughs> is what we're going to call it. <laughs>
4: the 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 last chapter
2: i mean you know uh, uh,
4: it was it was okay (laughs) i mean after after everything leading up to it i don't want to spoil it since the game's fairly new but like yeah yeah, it was it was it was okay it was kind of like the rest of the game it was okay
2: yeah and what did you think of the school stories i thought those were pretty silly and I actually thought those were the better side quests. Those were, it's just like, they were so long.
4: I think I only got through like four or five of them and just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I just need to finish this game. Like move <laughs> <Yep>. on. <laughs> That's
2: totally fair. That's totally fair.
4: There, there, There's just like a,
2: I forget how many
4: total are there. There's like 12 or something different. It's I think 12. I only, I think I only locked like five or six.
2: Yeah. I it didn't was, do that many again when you're reviewing
4: it. (laughs) Yeah, you got to move along.
2: (laughs) You got to move along.
4: And and once again, they lock a lot of that stuff. You have to, like, in the school stories, you have your own, like, persona-style, like, um, character traits. And doing parts of the story, like, increases your... I forget what they were. It was, like, four different ones. So you have to do, like, certain parts of the school stories to even unlock the other school stories. Like, everything in all the side stuff is all locked probably unnecessarily in this game for, I, I don't know why they went that route.
2: Again, I think there's just a lot. They didn't know what to do with this game. <laughs> and again, sad saying that, like, I won't be surprised if last Judgment that's actually, it's one of RP gamers biggest disappointments this year when we do game of the year.
4: And, and the thing is, it's not like I, 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 you know, like I'm sounding down on it. It's not like I didn't have a good time. Oh, no. I enjoyed it. It, it is a still- fun game to play. Yeah, it was still fun. It's just like it it, it compares quite poorly to like, like a Dragon coming off
2: of that. Well, Like a Dragon and its predecessor. Because the predecessor is actually more problematic when you think about it. Mm. Like going from Judgment to Lost Judgment is night and day in, in certain elements. And the problem is Judgment Vanilla does it better. Yeah. By a lot. It does actually almost everything better except for, again, your crappy detective skills, which just either – fix those, or don't do them at all.
4: Yeah, that I guess that's part of what I was hoping when I did Judgment. Like, okay, I played this game. Like, the detective parts were a little rough, but I'm like, okay, come, come back, do it again, improve that portion of it. And instead, what they did is like, well, let's just add some more stuff, you need and we're going to make you lot. do that stuff less.
2: <laughs> let's do There's, some more stuff bad. How about yeah, that? Except for parkour. They make you do parkour far too many times that it's worth. And again, you have so many great games out there that do parkour. Why do you not reference those to teach you how to make parkour, Sega? Why? Why? Know. Why you hate?
4: Maybe, maybe it's just a limitation of the engine. Maybe, you know, like... Probably! Because, but, well, I mean, you know, they, they made a shooter in the Yakuza engine. That thing was terrible, but then the team turned around and made a really good shooter as well in a totally different... Context. Are we so talking about binary
2: domain? Because I like, domain, I like yeah. binary domain.
4: Yeah, exactly. So it's like they're capable. It's just it, maybe it's just it may just be a limitation of the engine and the time they're working in.
2: Fair enough. Fair Which enough.
4: is once again like maybe you shouldn't be doing this. Then <laughs> maybe this should just been on the cutting room floor. But you know, like they're they're rushing to try and get that stuff out.
2: No, and that again, they wanted to hit their worldwide release and given we're likely never going to see judgment again. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's at least try to get it out. Hopefully it doesn't suck. Eh,
4: no, well, yeah, well maybe maybe next judgment will be Kaito.
2: <laughs> well, I mean that would be better, right?
4: Cool tech, yeah, there there was that that was the other problem. There wasn't enough Kaito in this well, this one.
2: There wasn't enough Kaito. The, there wasn't enough Higashi uh, Higarashi. There wasn't enough. Again, even Sugimura and oh, what is Hacker Boy's name? It's, it's oh god, me. I
4: can't I can't remember okay. now.
2: Yeah, Those yeah. two were cute. Like they were super adorable, but they're like, we want to play detective too, and it's like you two are bad at this. <laughs> I mean. Mr. Hacking Talent is good at hacking, but the moment he gets beaten up, it's like, oh sweetie, sweetie, no. If you're gonna do detectiveing, you do have to take after Yagami a little bit and know how to possibly fight back, just a little, just a little. But it, it's cool. It's cool. Sugi, you know, Sugiro was adorable, and I still love him. And like, he's totally fashion model boy with fox mask. Like, it's fine.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. It's good to have you on, Sam. It's good to have someone else to talk episodes <laughs> with. Is
1: there anything yeah, else you played like you wanted to talk art. about, Sam? Oh
2: no, no,
4: not no, no, no. We covered all of ours. Kelly's still been doing Digimon poop.
1: Yeah. What's up with your Digimon poop, Kelly?
3: Um, I mean the game's kind of slow. I realized because I had done like all kinds of stuff and recruited all kinds of Digimon last week, and then it was like, wait, I only finished chapter one, and there's four chapters. Okay. Um, so I think I'm I'm in Chapter 2 right now, and yeah, re- recruiting more Digimon. I just did this whole side quest in this one area where there's a meat-loving Digimon and there's veggie-loving Digimon, and you're recruited into doing Dad. spying for the meat lovers. That's d- d- part of this war. And it turned out they were all— Wait, b- or the- wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. 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 Did you join some sort of Digimon vegan revolution?
3: No, I joined some Digimon carnivore. Oh, revolution. okay.
0: Much better then. All
3: right. Okay. Be, be, but yeah, so that was a thing. And it turned out that the Digimon vegans were just uh, like mind controlled the whole time. So well, that,
0: that's, the yeah. ra- that's the only that's the only sane explanation for vegans, apparently.
3: <laughs> I mean, you are not wrong. <laughs> Uh, Get superpowers, but you're
0: mind controlled.
3: Wait, now I feel bad. Taken? I have vegan. Mm. <laughs> That's a good question. No, uh, so I I did that whole side quest thing, and it was kind of an interesting thing, especially when you're uh fighting off like giant vegetables, uh guarding a meat garden, which sounds very strange. What? Um, yeah. Did I not tell you last week that you can grow meat in this game?
0: Yes, you did.
3: Yeah. We yeah, looked at you pictures. grow meat. It was weird. Yeah. So I'm playing through more of that. Not really much else to say other than yeah, cleaning up more Digimon Dead. poop. Though I, I, I noticed that the higher the mega evolved Digimon don't really poop that much, which is nuts. <laughs> That's handy. Yes.
4: slower metabolism.
3: It It must be. It must be. But um, the other big thing that I played this week was I got back into Animal Crossing because of the update. Nice. So they've added something that should have been in the game from the get-go. Crap, that should be like the whole name of the update shit that should have been in the game from the get-go. But Isabel finally says who the NPC of the day is on the island.
0: Yay.
1: There's an NPC like, of the day?
3: Yeah, because like yeah, people every, visit.
0: Every, the Bug
1: Collector, Red... Oh, wow, yeah. Why was that not in the game?
3: I don't know. It was very frustrating because, you know, some NPC wander. Some NPCs just kind of wander around the island, and if you have a huge island, it could take forever to find them. Um, I don't know why they don't stay in the plaza like Kix and uh, Labelle do, or leave. Um, at least with Red, Jolly Red You can look on the map to see if his boat is docked But yeah, now Isabel like Isabel's text for when Red is there Is very funny because she's like I, I've heard some people have been buying fake artwork Just know that if you see a ship On the secret dock Don't buy the fake artwork Or so, something like that she Makes makes a joke about a shady character Selling artwork on a ship Which is really funny yeah. Um but the other thing that you unlock in this update is on Harv's Island, you can unlock most of the. Well, now you do, because you can unlock most of the NPCs that sell stuff there. Oh. And you could go visit them every day.
0: Oh. Oh. Dead.
3: So, you, I think. <laughs> can you we start taking
1: up the timer now? Uh, no.
3: What? Did he die? No,
0: they've, they keep killing, They keep ticking it up regardless, Anna.
3: <laughs>
0: so we're still off. So yeah, tour. on
5: <laughs>
3: uh, on Harv's Island, um, you uh, you can have Red there, Leif there, Kix there, the shoe guy, and Sahara who sells the drugs, And you also unlock uh, Reese and Cyrus. I, I don't know if you remember them from the DS one. They were so cute! Yeah. So now re Reese and Cyrus can change the color of any item in the game.
0: Now we're off by three. Thanks, Vaughn.
3: Um Eh, you'll catch up. So you you guys know how in Animal Crossing and in this version, like there's stuff that has color variations and it feels like your island is only stuck to one color variation. Yeah. And you have, um now you can pay Reese to change it to whatever color you want. Yay! which is really yeah i mean it gets expensive but i mean i've got nine million bells in the bank to burn so i'm i ended up burning through like two million bells just like getting all the updates because you have to pay to unlock all of these npcs on Harve's island but i appreciate that now i can change the colors of stuff to whatever i want because um like like that one jungle gym that you get for some reason my island defaulted it to white and I saw that there was a rainbow colored one and I wanted that one and now I can just go pay to have it changed as opposed to having to go have catalog parties on other people's islands because I don't know if you guys ever had to do never that did or that not before didn't want yeah. to yeah it was a pain um, and I also d- dove in a little bit into um, the Happy Home DLC. Which is basically a uh, house flipper light in a way.
1: It's like the game that they put out.
3: I Yeah, had a lot of fun yeah. With that game. Yeah, I like Happy Home Designer too. Yeah, yeah and I, I never played Happy Home Designer because at I, I, at the time it didn't sound like my thing. But now I almost want to. Uh, track down a copy of that just to give it a try because as much as I like house flipper now and decorating rooms now I get to decorate a room for I think the currency is pika on this one because it's not bells Um, I'm blanking on what the currency is on this uh, island I don't remember either oh uh, hang on I oh I can't even grab it to pick it. it it's a different currency on the island and they sell its own unique furniture um, I only dove into like one house though, because um, I went to bed pretty late and just didn't have time. But I, I'm having, I had fun with the one house that I decorated, and later on you get to decorate the outsides of stuff, and you can also use your Amiibo cards to kind of pick whose house you want to decorate. So I'm definitely gonna make a vacation home for Raymond Dead. because because guess what i made my own bootleg raymond card
2: (laughs) does anyone actually like playing animal crossing still have somebody that's like original to their island like for example dina's never allowed to leave my island ever like every time she's like i need to go see the world i'm like no dina you live here forever yeah no as soon as i
3: realized that i could make my own amiibo cards i wanted to live out my dream of having an island of all cats Yay, I feel like yeah. Chris
1: was doing that too on our island.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and I have to admit that I'm kind of, <laughs> I've kind of got sour grapes because I felt like I got Raymond the legitimate way of having to find his ass on an <laughs> island expedition. And now people can just zoom him right into his game, right into their game.
2: <laughs> you did all the hard work. Now you get to be salty because everyone else is lazy.
3: Yeah, yeah. It, no, it's fine. I really don't give a shit. It's just <laughs> amusing to me that like, oh, now he has a card a year later after I spent a whole Sunday going in and, and like 10,000 nook miles tickets going to islands. Uh, but no, no biggie. Where
1: is uh, Nurse Raymond anyways, Chris?
0: He's downstairs on a shelf.
1: Okay. Oh,
3: did you like give him a nurse outfit? No, no he but just he is Nurse Raymond. He
1: was the perfect size when I had my arm surgery to prop oh. my hand up on. Gotcha. When I needed pressure taken off of the um, <laughs> taken off of the
3: staples. Oh, I'm glad that was useful. He was also just really fun to have around. That, that would come was and it.
1: Be like Nurse Raymond is here to take care of you.
3: Yeah, that was a Raymond that I ordered from China that I got refunded because it supposedly never got there, and then a month later it got there. (laughs) So I was like, okay, well, you're not getting this back since you took forever. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, I just sent it to Chris. (laughs) And it was great, Sam. It came with a note that said, I do not deserve Raymond, so here he is in boxes. I
2: think the only I have like so I have to play Animal Crossing for programming at work uh, um, because during COVID I decided I'm like I'll make an Animal Crossing program where we have a digital swap meet once a month that people can get you know recipes and all that stuff and on my work island I have Kiki oh and I, and I refuse to let Kiki leave because I'm just like I love Kiki
3: I, I love yeah I had to have Kiki not only because she, she a little black cat but I had a cat named
2: Kiki She is so cute. Like, the only person I think that's left my work island is um, Marina. I had Marina. I got her photo, and I was like, you know what? Someone else can enjoy having her. And now I've got this uh, koala named Kembera. I don't know if I like him. (laughs) He's
1: The one person that I think Chris will never let leave our island is the one that looks like the doyo. Oh, Oh, Coco?
0: Yeah.
3: Coco. Oh that that's the one that creeps me out.
0: Yeah, Coco's the best. <laughs>
3: Chris, I Chris really like. Of course Coco. Chris likes Coco. <laughs> I I thought that he was going to say Julian the uh unicorn. Oh yeah,
0: him too. I got too. him too. Yeah. He's fabulous. His house <laughs> is full of insane things. Just a celestial furniture and a cloud floor.
3: Yeah, people were losing their mind over the over Twitter this past week because I guess there's a uh, goat that's trans because it's a goat, goat that has horns but has a female name. So uh, usually when sh-
0: that happens in Animal Crossing, it's a mistake and they correct it in a patch later.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: like they had Sahara was weird like that for a while too, but it was a mistake. I I, I I know what you're going. I know that's what you're going. What you want, but Nintendo just usually doesn't seem ready for
2: that. <laughs> Nintendo's never going to be ready for it. Let's be realistic.
3: Nintendo was accidentally ready for it when they made Birdo. Yeah, and in the manual it said he like la- they like oh, to dress like on. a girl.
0: Dead. <laughs> I was doing good that
2: time. <laughs> and yep bye Chris are you really up to
1: 18 deaths
0: I don't want to say what I'm actually up to because then Vaughn is just going to spam it more
2: (laughs) can we get that one on instant replay
0: no do you need me to go
3: upstairs and tell him to stop spamming the no
0: he's not going to listen the more you tell him not to the more he does it
3: I mean I'd unplug the internet and really stop him but then that'll just stop me no, Probably no. Kelly, the it. only person that wants
1: Vaughn to stop is Chris. Everyone else okay. thinks this is the best. Oh yeah, and Vivian in Paper Mario. Although Vivian is only trans in Paper Mario outside of the US. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know that it, these things are intentional. Like,
1: Well, no. So, it is really intentional in Europe. Like, the descriptions where Vivian is like, decided oh, that she okay. just wanted to be a girl.
0: Because they're genderless ghosts and they can pick whatever they want? No. Okay. Dead again. <laughs> yeah, good job, Vaughn. You got it proactively.
1: <laughs> Alright.
3: <laughs> Is there anything else oh, people good. have been playing we should talk about? Um, I think that about covered it. Like I said, I'm in a holding pattern until next week when SMT5 comes out.
1: I have SMT5 pre-ordered and I'm trying to decide if I want to cancel it, if I want to flip it or like, no, I, I really do plan on playing it very soon. And so I'm, I, I don't know. I keep
2: hearing such mixed things from people I trust. And it's just one of those, like, I asked for it for Christmas. I know I'm getting it. So and I know I will play it, but it's one of those, one of the reviewers I know who's playing it is just like, No, it's, there's a lot of it that's not good.
1: It's really interesting because like when the reviews hit this week, I read like 30 of them (sighs) and it's kind of wild because half of the reviews are like, the story is dumb. And the other half of the well, reviews is the story is so refreshing, it's dark and entertaining, and I couldn't stop thinking like Persona, about it, even when darker. I wasn't putting, even when I wasn't playing the game.
2: My, my and, friend was on the story is dumb side.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I know who you're talking about, and their sentiments have been echoed by a couple of other people whose reviews that I trust, and so I'm a well, little worried.
2: And they got called out too for being like SMT is totally story heavy, and it's like. Yes and no, guys. Uh,
0: the SMT like, series,
2: I guess it's one of those. When you play mainline SMT, you have a story. I'm going to air quotes that. Um, in that everybody is a faction based person who mildly could be interchangeable in each game. Did four have a like good story, Anna?
1: Four, um, is, I
2: didn't uh, get far a.
0: enough. Four A, <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Four A story four, is fine.
2: Four is fine.
1: But I mean, In that- I'm not. I'm not like, oh, Shakespearean prose. I could not put it down. When it, I fell asleep at night, I dreamt. Very of
0: few it. RPGs are that good. Like
2: <laughs> SMT four, I equate to being just a poor man's Dungeons and Dragons when it comes to the choices. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. good- it's literally just. If you side with uh, one person, they're super lawful. But if you side with this person, they're super chaotic. But if you side with the the one that we don't tell you is there, but is totally there, she's super neutral. And it's like, you guys didn't try hard with this, did you? <laughs> I
3: I honestly felt like the only mainline SMT that had any subtlety with that was two. And you can't play two legally in English. So, um, Yeah. That being said, I, I agree with Sam. A lot of SMT story is very minimal. Just get from point A to point B and
2: well, fight I mean, that, demons. It. Anyone who says that SMT has, like, mainline SMT has super deep storytelling, I will 100% disagree with them immediately because it's one of those. No, they have really great overarching themes, really awesome concepts. But in terms of an actual story... Yeah, I feel like the things that SMT
1: does really well is world-building. But that's different yeah, from plot that's and storyline.
2: Mm-hmm. Whereas if you compare some of the spin off games, like Let's Champion DDS for a second, Digital Devil Saga has a fantastic story, an amazing battle system, and it's one of those games where even the world-building, they all interconnect in such a really refined and like very refined way.
1: Plus you get to eat um, your friends.
2: Plus, you eat your friends. And that's it. Like, I understand where people are coming from when they're being like, is that Persona? Because it's not. But it's also one of those things where, yeah, Persona has kind of also spoiled this series for a lot of people because of the elements it presents, the way that it presents in storytelling. And again, I like Persona. Have I loved the last couple? No. Uh, I'm the resident disliker of Golden. Like I like Persona Four, I wrong. don't think it's great because it's a poor man's, you know, Carl Young. You also don't like Persona Five, dead. And Persona Five has a similar problem for me. Like there are things I really like about it, and there are things Sam, I do that don't. Sam, that means like you only it.
0: like one modern Persona game. You mean three? Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. yeah,
2: yes. yeah. It's the best one.
0: And then one and two three are totally different way. games. Oh, they're perfect. One and two.
2: Persona, no, Persona 3 is perfect. Perfect, but I have wanted, finished Persona 2. What, I like Persona
0: 2 a lot. I have finished art? Persona 1. Which version uh, of Persona
2: 2? I have finished Innocent Sin, Okay. which I really liked. I'm Most of the way through Eternal Punishment. Mac bought me a copy of Eternal Punishment, uh, Eternal Punishment years ago. Um, You know, God rest that man's beautiful soul. <laughs> um, and I never finished it. I got as far as gold. And at some point I'd like to retry it when I am not... An impatient bitch. <laughs> so
0: so, what about the other perspective on this? The, uh, the people who are like, don't compare per, uh, Persona or SMT to Persona because they're totally different series and you shouldn't compare them.
2: It's one of those, I think um, it's hard not to compare them, but I also think it's one of those, they are two very different beasts.
1: Sure. I, I mean, mean, I it's... think the thing that drives me really crazy is... There's a lot of people that are going to come to SMT 5 having never played an SMT game, but having played at least one or more Personas. And so they talk about Persona from the lens of as a Persona, or they talk about SMT from the lens of as a Persona player. And like there is this strange cave part of the internet that like every time someone talks about their SMT experiences through the lens of their persona experiences they lose their ever-loving minds
3: why? Yeah, I <laughs> and I don't get that cave because I mean it's apples and oranges you know yeah. it, it's a spinoff of the same series they're gonna have similar elements but there's, there's obviously different elements too that you gotta take into effect and yeah. I don't see what the disconnect is, other than
2: gatekeeping. It is entirely gatekeeping. That that is what it is. But it and is. I, sorry, and I Go and ahead. I know for a fact that there are some
3: people that are gonna like SMT better, and there are some people that are gonna like Persona better, and it's okay to
2: like or dislike it. it and that that's it. It's
3: no,
1: Kelly. Everybody has to think the same, and SMT is clearly superior to Persona. And anyone but, who doesn't think so is a soy boy well, beta cock.
2: And people forget that while SMT is the older of the two series, North America got Persona first. Yeah. And so you get back to that as well.
5: Oh,
0: and that and, those- and that beautiful localization.
2: Well, <laughs> and, oh God! But and yeah.
0: where you know we change SMT people's fans, skin color.
2: The
3: SMT fans, we put we put sunglasses
1: on the guy with the mustache. That's definitely uh, not Hitler.
3: Uh, the the SMT fans need to check themselves because if it weren't for Persona 5 or the Persona series' insane popularity, we would not get SMT
2: games localized. That is a fact. Pretty much. It is one of those just... I'm of the mind. Temper your expectations if you are a Persona fan. If you're going to go into SMT, you need to recognize that they are not the same thing. And once you've tempered your expectations, you will have an easier time understanding what it is trying to do. Again, if you are looking for super deep storytelling, it ain't there. (laughs) If you're looking for super deep characters, it ain't there. (laughs) If you're looking for really tight gameplay, that is there. Wait a second. Are we
0: learning something? Is this like Sonic? Was it never actually good to begin
1: with?
5: (laughs) Oh.
1: Oh, Chris, I'm not (laughs) That with Kelly, do I need to go over <laughs> there and smack him?
3: I mean, he, uh, the first two
2: games are kind of obtuse, so he's not wrong entirely. And, and this is it. There's, there's, there are similar themes between the two games. There are similar elements of tone. There's also very different tones and very different themes. It's... It's one of those things where it's just, as I've, I've said to anyone who I've met being like, should I try SMT? I always just have to politely remind them it's temporary expectations. Like my poor roommate had never played Persona before, um, and I bought, him, I bought him Nocturne and I bought him Persona 4 Golden so that he could stream them. His only gateway to SMT was Digital Devil Saga. So he was coming from an even more different angle than somebody else, you know? Because he came from a really, really story-heavy yeah. game. And then he played Nocturne. And he was like, I like Nocturne. I think there's a lot of really cool elements in it. He's like, but it's not what I was expecting. And I said, That's fair. I said, again, this is a game about world building. This one is a game that is a fully realized world with really interesting characters. You know, and again, you have no choices in DDS. Like your choices are so limited compared to do I want to reincarnate the world? destroy the world, or I don't know, be a demon. And again, SMT always has the same the same themes in it, because even 4, in its weird bad Dungeons & Dragons experimentation, <laughs> also did, do you want to reincarnate the world, or do you want to destroy the world?
0: Wait, what was the I, bad D&D reincarnation?
2: I... <laughs> the way in which it presents law and yeah. chaos oh. is very Dungeons & Dragons, like very you
1: know yeah it's the way that SMT4 approaches the reasons is super different from any of the other SMT games and before it and it's not
2: good is the problem
1: yeah oh they do it's the reasons
2: thing again yeah reasons yeah. is
1: in all SMT games it's in all of them okay
2: i think actually the best one is apocalypse because I think Apocalypse blends everything really well together. Like, a lot of again, people like Apocalypse. Well, and I think I the thing that apocalypse. I like
1: about Apocalypse in particular is like, Death. once you've picked a side, you have to stick with it. Because if you don't, you are going to be punished. You have made your yep. bed. Oh, now BioWare lie in alignment.
0: it. Hmm? It's Bioware alignment. You got to go all it's, in one way or the other.
2: Apocalypse is very strict in its alignment in a way where. I found four. Four, you could change your alignment because again, you get the third choice, right. which is to be completely neutral.
0: Well, I mean, that's and you can easily just go, right. "Well,
2: I've been lawful the whole time. Screw the guy with the pompadour hair. Gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go neutral now," which is totally what I did. As soon as I had the hot girl's choice, I went with the hot girl. Well, and
1: that's the canon ending. So good choice, and,
2: and that was it. It was the canon ending, which. I didn't know at the time when well, I played it. I
1: thought it wasn't a well.
0: Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Go
1: ahead. Look, there's hot the neutral girl, ending in SMT. But it's not is... like the
0: ending ending. You, it's no,
1: no. no. The end of SMT four. The neutral route is exactly where SMT four a picks a little up
0: before the actual end. No. Okay.
2: Yeah. Look, your choices are guy with doofy hair, guy who looks like Sonosuke from Rurani Kenshin, or hot girl. So my choice was hot girl.
0: I thought the guy, Rinosuke, had the doofy hair.
2: No, no, there, the the guy who is chaos has like this weird Sinosuke look to him. Like I kept thinking yeah. he was Sinosuke from Ronnie yeah. Kenjin, whereas doofy hair.
0: Oh, Sano. doofy hair is just Sano, a, he's the lawful of, um, guy. So boring. who's the well, well, okay, Yu Yu Hakusho, the sidekick <laughs> there. He has the pompadour. Um, what's his name? Pompadour uh, hair. I, I
2: mean, I said pompadour, and I realized, I'm like, but it's not quite a pompadour that he's got. He's got like just this weird, like, fluff slash mullet. Th- I don't know Dead, what the, the hell the guy's hairstyle is. It's, it's like it's the ugly. hairstyle
1: of all of the yakuza thugs in like anime <laughs> high school. Fair enough. I don't
2: know why I you guys felt do this like... to me
0: every year.
1: Sorry. Go
2: ahead. I, I, because I we like... like to
1: watch you suffer. <sighs>
3: Sorry. I, I sort of felt like SMT 2 had the most nuanced alignment stuff, but once again, not a lot of people
2: played 2, so it's kind of hard to recommend that one.
3: Well, this is it. We
2: will see where 5 goes. I mean, again, if anyone's expecting 5 to not be, reincarnate the world or destroy the world. <laughs> yeah, but again, Sam. this is all SMT knows how to do. Has anyone
0: confirmed if it's Sam. a sequel to 3 or not?
2: Sam. Yes, Anna. It's yes. dark. Oh,
1: it's <gasps> so dark. It's really so dark. dark. It is oh, it's like so dark. It is really so dark, guys.
2: Dark? Oh, so dark.
5: Is
0: it? Um, No, have we confirmed if it's a three a or a sequel to SMT3 or
1: not?
3: I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, I think that most people
1: aren't answering that question because I feel like it would be a spoiler either way. Okay.
2: I think it would be a spoiler too. If they're
0: not answering it, I think that means it is. Because if it wasn't, you would just say, no, they're not connected.
1: Well, r- but also remember that we just had this conversation where there's a lot of people that's reviewing SMT5 that it's that... their first SMT game. Yep.
2: And, I again, I don't think people should but be like invalidating. But, Remastered just came
0: out. It's a relevant po- touch Yeah, point. but
1: how many big sites, how many sites that covered I don't SMT5 know. You asked these also questions. reviewed doctor. I,
0: I have no way of answering that question. I have no clue. <laughs> If more people covered it than Persona Four or any of that stuff, you're saying, I how would I know? <laughs> I have no. It, maybe a bazillion people covered HD remaster. I don't know. Persona
2: Four is just okay. <laughs> Sam, Imagine we are getting so much hate Sam, now for
1: this for this podcast.
0: Persona Five's got style so much it's got that music it's got that menu i don't care if the story is not as good as four and that the four (laughs) story is not as good as three but you know what that's okay and four had the 8-bit dungeon so you can go screw yourself there and
2: we we've we've talked about this chris you know you know why persona 3 is the best game no because Mitsuru exists okay You cosplayed as her once. You need to get over (laughs) this. You cosplayed as her.
0: We get it. More than once, Chris. Oh, okay.
2: Also, also. You're
0: cosplaying as her right now, aren't you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, unfortunately, that poor wig got destroyed over the years. I I feel really bad about that. I gotta get a new wig. It's really the problem. Look, if we're going to talk about Ultimate Persona Best Girl, it is Mitsuru. I, that's it's your, fine. perfect in every way i think We've
0: we need more than just one of the relationships to say it's the best game in the series all right no
2: it had a
1: <laughs> it had a female main character
0: but like what's her face on the motorcycle and five's pretty good got a lot know, of that vibes. A,
2: makoto, makoto pretty is pretty good Mr. light
0: yeah no that's and that's I, fair
2: i'm okay with this and
0: that is why <laughs> it's sewer light is it's a
3: I'm Team Risa, so I have no dog in this fight.
0: Risa. Rise. Rise-chan. Oh, VTubers Risa-chan. before they were VTubers. I, I
2: dated both Yukiko in vanilla and then Chie in golden. I have no regrets. Again, the game won't let me date Kanji, so I'm still mad at it Punch. for that. But, Kanji you know, just wouldn't accept it. himself. <laughs> I will help him. Ow. I can-
0: Oh. No, no. no 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 no, not over here not look, over here
2: look the best character in persona oh. 4 is nanako
0: and uh, you Fair. know what oh, that's, no. that's that's right. that's yeah, a good yeah, argument yeah, i, I can, think most yeah, people on the cast that. can get behind that i can get behind that
2: yes but otherwise no one else compares to nanako so therefore persona 4 golden lesser game <laughs>
0: Every day is great at your Juness.
2: Fair My enough. poor roommate thinks it's Junes, by the way. Every and then we day corrected him, and he was like, no, 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 it's
1: Junes. I
2: was like, it's, yeah, he's Ju- like, it's Junes.
0: Junes is the guy who likes bad games. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so,
5: so, I look, was so I close! Give...
1: I
3: give... <laughs> Man,
1: he is going to have a great time tonight playing Among Us. <laughs> I will give my honest
3: opinion about SMT5, like what hour I manage to play of it next week when it comes out, because I don't think it comes out until the 12th. Is that a Friday release? Hang
4: on, I need to give a
3: hug. So that means I could get it at noon on Friday, or I could get it at like 8 o'clock on Friday. Either way, I will attempt to form an opinion for like the first hour by then. There you go. it he's is coming over to
0: hug me in order to distract me.
3: <laughs> and, you know, we could argue about this all day, but the, at the end of the day,
2: I, they're still him, okay scared. games. Look, It's fine. He, no, but he did Don't be a dick to place. each other. Yeah, that's, that's I all it. I ask.
0: Yeah, it helped. Don't be a dick. Thank you, Anna.
2: Thank you. So, I guess... You know what? The only important headline you guys hear is that, a reminder, it's Extra Life. Donate yeah. yep. to charity. Be awesome to other humans. Watch Chris die a lot at twitch.tv slash oh, That'll
0: be over by the time they hear this.
2: Who cares? You can watch it later. You can watch it on repeat. You can watch Chris, you know, just die a lot. It's wonderful.
5: Let's just oh, watch Chris die. Go away.
2: But, again... It's 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 a joyful season, you know. We're here to play games for charity, so you know, help some folks out, help them reach their goals. It's for the kids, Chris. You can do it. I mean, my my mouth is apparently not for the kids, but you know, <laughs> really, do they really
0: need all these blow up upy guys?
2: Like really? Yes, Chris.
1: <laughs> all right, because you know
2: why they hate you. We, we should do.
1: probably do feedback.
2: Uh um, I was trying to skip to headlines, but. I guess there's uh, feedback. So oh, you yeah. don't want to
3: hear about people's opinion about Star Ocean? No, I
2: don't because, spoiler alert, Star Ocean's bad. It was never good. <laughs> except for 2. 2 is perfect. It was
0: never <laughs> no. Yeah, it's real I, perfect, I, except I, when I it's not part crashing part. on you.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I um, I gave up on Star Ocean 2 because it kept crashing on me. So oh, I have no. Is the version? No, PlayStation 1.
0: PlayStation. I wow
2: star yeah ocean. the ps1
1: version crashed. yeah the ps1 version would cra-
0: it had like this terrible cave you would basically I, save
3: I,
1: go in
0: hope you could get through it
2: i never <laughs> had that happen so
3: i yeah i never had a ps1 mm-hmm. game crash on oh, me yeah. so that's
2: weird
0: well, star Ocean, is uh, notorious uh, for let's it.
2: let's not talk about people's star ocean rankings because uh star ocean four is bad I reviewed it, so I know it's bad because I gave <laughs> it a very bad score. And apparently people were still more mad at Adrian than they were at me. And I also titled my review well, that it was and like Captain that was,
1: that, was the, that was the the message board bug. Yep. So yep. F- I don't remember how it happened, but basically um Adrian reviewed um he reviewed
2: the original Star Ocean Xbox 4. 360 version. Yeah.
1: Yep. And he changed he it two his- and a half. He changed his icon on the r p. gamer message boards to the star ocean like character model that ha- was like all colorful, yeah, that was it Maverick, and it somehow changed absolutely everybody's icon to the same icon. <laughs> yep. We yep. have no idea how it happened so. yeah, no, it,
2: it, was delightful. it was very delightful. Um, but Star Ocean 4 is just a bad game. It has oh. a, one of the best battle systems I've ever seen in a video game, and everything else about it is bad. Okay. I, what did you, I, ha- what did you okay. hate more the jailbait cat girl
3: or the annoying cobbler?
2: Uh, I hated everybody.
3: Okay. Like
2: I was an equal opportunist in that game. I hated literally everybody. <laughs> and I reviewing that was my nightmare. Because it was just one of those experiences where it was like, I'm never getting this time back. This battle system is phenomenal, and it's in this horrific game. Um, so no, 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 we we don't talk about The Lost Hope. The Lost Hope is a bad game, and if you like it, please feel bad about yourself. <laughs> <Fair. Aww. laughs> Sorry, I know we just said love yourself. Um, <laughs> love yourself, except Ocean if you like Star Ocean 4. Yourself.
3: Then you fucking <laughs> suck.
2: Playing Star Ocean 4 means
3: you don't love yourself. Look, Sam, Sam, we have a saying on this show, every turd has its flies. It's
2: true. Also,
0: Scar, there's no way Smash is starting in 30 minutes. We haven't even talked to the uh, news.
2: Star Ocean 3, I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with. So we
0: should start the news.
2: All right, let's do feedback. Featherhoof says
1: that at least Star Ocean is on the upward trend, hopefully, and he's hoping they do something about the character models because the main protagonist in the trailer looks like someone put a baby's head on an adult's body. <laughs> um, so Berserk, it's anime. Berserk Alicard wrote yeah. in and uh, said he's played the first two games on PSP and enjoyed them mostly, but can't think of anything that is memorable about either. And Tracer 3 writes in and says, my favorite game will always be Star Ocean 2. It is the reason why I bought a PS1. I was extremely surprised when I heard about Divine Force, since I figured the last game had killed any chance of a new one. Hopefully, this will bring back the series from the brink.
2: I I still have a copy of 5 that Matt gave me. Here's my favorite, is...
1: Featherhoof says that um, it looks like a baby's head on an adult's body, and Tracer Three says that the m- new protagonist looks like a WWE wrestler. <laughs> and I'm realizing that those are not conflicting statements. They are not.
2: They are not.
1: Well, that's weird. That's not. Yeah.
2: Star Star Ocean is uh, special. <laughs> special. That's what I got. Um, yeah.
1: So how about? Um, What's I, we may have done this before, but it's been a while. Um, what's uh a, a game <gasps> you, you <gasps> love? <gasps> I killed but, it! Yay! Good job, Chris. <laughs> wait,
0: it, it, wait, am I going to die from a health effect? I better be careful. Yep. yep <laughs> All
1: right, so yep. here's our question of the week: What's a game you love but everyone else seems to despise? Huh? Uh, yeah. Bubsy. <laughs> 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 It does not have to be an RPG, but an
3: RPG. No, but it does is, have to
0: be Bubsy. Is preferred.
3: <laughs> I, I um, and I need to clarify the first Bubsy, not any of the sequels or 3D. Just the first one. For some people, reason people hate that game, and it wasn't a bad platformer, but because the other ones were so terrible, they just lump it all in. And I like the first Bubsy. It's basically like Sonic with a cat.
2: I I like Rocky Rodent. Which was on the Super Nintendo. It is not a good game, but it is about a rodent with magic hairstyles.
1: I, <laughs> I like Final Fantasy Tactics Advance
2: 2. See, I don't think Advance 2. killed the is boss, that can I stop playing this
1: now? Nope. Oh. No press.
3: oh, Anna, I love Tactics Advance 2, as kind of janky as it was. Yeah, um, Kelly, you
1: and I are in a club of two people.
3: Okay. I
2: played it, so I'm, I reserve janky. Listen,
0: listen the sonic games the ffta 2 um what else we got F- breath of fire Pupsy. dragon corner star ocean 2 these are all easy picks i want to hear from the person who loves hoshigami ruining blue earth come come on tell, tell us oh
2: no that that is truly you hating yourself what no which in the no, hundred
0: night who loves that game
2: no Ooh. yeah Ooh. i, I want to know great that
1: great. wait no. there was someone in chat the other day that they were like i didn't mind it i think it was the rpg it was fan Jam. No. It, are you sure I thought it, was it was Tam? I thought it was the RPG fan.
0: Tam has better taste
3: than that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's hey, talk Gally. about you not um, eating yourself. It's <laughs> yes, time for narrows. Uh beep, 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 Hey, speaking of poop and the cleaning up of Digimon poop. Hey, there's a segue. Uh, Digimon Survive confirmed delayed until 2022 everything's uh, been
1: delayed till february and like yeah. january is gonna be great i'm gonna be cruising along playing like 10 backlog oh. games and then everything will come out in february oh.
3: and i will just be in a ball whimpering um, I'm actually going to go out of order with the news stories, by the way. But um, yeah, so the producer, Habu Kazumasa, um, he, has, he has a statement basically just needed to allocate more time to development and set the game's release date to 2022. It wasn't an easy decision, but it's to enhance the quality of the game. So good for him. I'm, I'm happy there's going to be no crunch. I mean, I'm sure there'll be crunch, but. <laughs> so much crunch. You yeah. know, a, a delayed game. That quote from Iwata. I think it was at Iwata or Miyamoto that a delayed game or a bad game is bad forever. Yeah, a delayed, a delayed game, game been- has the potential
1: yeah. to be good, but a a
3: bad game is bad forever. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, we also just got this news in last night that uh Endwalker is delayed until December 7th. And Yoshi <gasps> two P. Weeks. Yoshi P. Well, I
1: mean, it's a practically
0: big prostrated himself on the video and crying like dude, it the reason, delayed a launch Chris, by 2 weeks, who cares? The
1: reason is a big deal because there's a Uh-oh. lot of people that take time Guys, off. Guys, I'm stuck at in the a tree. start of a Final Fantasy I'm 14. stuck in a
0: tree. I'm stuck. I'm literally stuck in a tree. Good. <sighs> Go ahead. Are you going to have to die to get out? And, die, and then you can tell me about the yoshi Oh,
1: Yeah, so the reason that he was, like, you know, super apologetic is it is pretty well known that a lot of people that play Final Fantasy XIV will take time off work so that they can get a ton of time into the expansion when it first comes out. And now everybody's time off is going to be wrong.
3: Yeah, I've had that. We, Vaughn and I, had that issue with the Wrath of the Lich King. I think. Or, and did we take time off for Shadowlands, Vaughn? I can't remember. It doesn't matter because Shadowlands sucked.
0: Uh, Get <laughs> over it already!
3: It wasn't that bad. I am. I will never, never getting, be, getting over it. She, she talks about it like you talk it, about Chris.
0: Persona Four or Five.
3: chris i will never be over it okay all right (laughs) um and they also um, detailed some scenario and job content as in pvp and a whole bunch of system adjustments and stuff like that so i we kind of got a time question i'm not going to go into all of it but you can go to the website to read all of it was was it like a fan event or a press conference or something it was a letter to the,
0: the producer letter so they do okay. these um, gotcha. things, live streams for updates about content. Sometimes they gotcha. do them at conventions. I think this was just a broadcasted live stream.
2: Can I can I segue back to our question of the week? No, we no, have to get done no, with this no. show. <laughs> news!
0: It's I just kind of
2: remembered a bad I no. lost. Operation hey. Darkness, oh, done. Oh,
0: oh
1: Sam! that is not a good game. No. Nobody
0: can trust your opinion about anything <laughs> now. <laughs> I didn't play it.
2: Maybe it's great. I, no, no. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm, bad, good. it's bad, Chris. It it's is, bad. It is bad in a way that I will never forget. And it's so fucking entertaining at the same time.
3: <laughs> you know what? At some point I need to, bu- to block out some time to play that next year so that we can backtrack it, because I want Please. opinions.
2: Please! And I will politely ask Scott to appear because he got further than I did. Yes. I and need to know. It's so good. It's so bad. Uh, it's bad.
1: It's so bad. It's bad. But Wait, there's like, it so remind like me, was Hitler a werewolf before. or a vampire? It's a vampire! Okay.
2: You, you were never remember! So bad, it's bad. It's, it's really so bad. entertaining. It's it is good.
3: So bad. It is Okay, not bad. back to news. All right. Sorry. Um. Hey, speaking of crappy space RPGs, hey, Segway, <laughs> Fantasy Star Online Two, New Genesis, <laughs> Sandstone gets. Uh, hey, now hold on.
0: <laughs> now hold on. We have people in this chat here who love Fantasy Star Online.
3: I'm I'm just giving them crap because I personally didn't enjoy
0: it. Yeah, you didn't like that one. I I
3: I'm sorry, guys. <sighs> I was trying to be funny. Um but hey, you got new uh, a new Requiem update announced, so you can rejoice.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: you got more content than wow right now um it's free up, it's gonna be released in December and includes the continuation of the game's story as well as a new region, new enemies and new characters, and a new level cap. so be excited you get new more content in fantasy star online
0: Sore says I, uh I, new Genesis made the fantasy star online two fans upset so. <laughs>
5: Maybe it
3: so wasn't i wasn't so good. that far yeah, you might not i have wasn't been. that far off <laughs> hey, is
0: this the guy I just killed now he's just a regular enemy just to make me crazy
1: um he looks a little different he's not as perhaps dark
0: and foreboding
1: <laughs> is this game dark chris
0: honestly as long as he doesn't spawn the mushrooms i don't really care he's fine okay i'll take him any day as long as he's not spawning <laughs> the mushrooms
3: um gimlay arch live like how the heck do you pronounce that, Archlavek? Archlavek?
0: <laughs> I don't Pro, know. Uh,
3: Archlavek. <laughs> Ar- <laughs> Ar- Archievok. That's Re- what we Re- call Re-
1: it.
4: Ar- It's Viking. Just move on. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> Ar- Archievok saga has been announced, Archibald. and this Archibald, Yes, it. Um, it's a, a- isometric action RPG about Ragnarok, and looks kind of neat looks a little dark you all control right. a warrior named brand i died from uh, you're reason. solving you suck solving the, the mystery of an unfulfilled prophecy so you just shot me like out of the crystal
1: dead <laughs> <What> the <heck? laughs> this game is the best
0: <laughs> you just like it because it disrespects me
2: <laughs> yes
0: arch all right so archibald whatever his name does something about what did you say? Kelly? Ragnarok. It's about Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The true, the true Ragnarok is the friends we made along the way. Yeah.
3: Yes. Um. We've got more Dragon Quest 10 offline details revealed. Hey, you know what detail wasn't revealed? It's never state? coming out here. It is
1: never coming out here. Oh. They had yeah. so many We're strong disclaimers in yeah. in that presentation for the Japanese makes... for the Dragon Quest anniversary stuff that is never coming over
0: that's like saying Final Fantasy 11 will be in operation for 15 years there's no way it'll ever come out here
3: huh? no. I just don't understand I'm just saying, why they wouldn't
0: we didn't think things like PSO2 would ever come out here in English and and that games like ff11 would last as long as they did we can't say never was sega it's just so unlikely
1: in, was <laughs> sega so insistent that pso would never come out here um yeah
0: no no anna's right they were they were not they were non-verbal about it ever coming out yeah. here it was more like uh, not not saying anything I, I think anything to saying. me where square enix has said annoying. no we're not doing this
3: well, yeah. I thought that all those disclaimers were off of the online version. No,
1: it not... was for the offline one, too.
0: What uh, What offline version? PSO2 is an MMO. Always. No, no,
1: Dragon Quest X offline.
0: Oh, that thing. Yeah.
3: You know, I wonder yeah. if Potty would know better because I could don't, have They don't sworn. want
0: to localize it.
3: I don't see why not. Because it's Dragon not going to sell well. Someone...
0: It's a it's an old Dragon Quest on the Wii. It's going to look like um, garbage Chris, and it won't sell well.
1: They just did a graphical it revamp for this. It looks slightly version. better. I'm sorry. Who the hell plays Dragon Quest for the graphics? Um, yeah, really. Well, I mean, it oh. ma- it
0: matters.
1: Is, oh.
0: Now hold on. Now hold on. If if things like graphics and sound, well, okay, I'm going to use sound to justify graphics because I'm terrible. But like, if things like that didn't matter, they wouldn't bother getting the orchestra for the U.S. releases. You know, I I think those things do matter for this market more than we want it. You're absolutely right. There's no reason sure. the offline release couldn't come out here, and they should do it, and they should put it on freaking Apple Arcade.
1: What?
3: Oh, just yeah, spite make me.
0: it mobile. Lean into it. Make it your mobile <laughs> offering, and like have a single $17.99, and because that's what they like to charge on phones, $17.99. Dragon Quest 10 mobile. You get the full thing. Go play it. Enjoy. That way everyone can be angry and play it at the same time.
2: I
3: can accept this. Hey, Chris. um, I rescind what I said in my donation. I hate you now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What, because I came up with a feasible way for them to do this and it's terrible for you?
3: To to specifically piss me off, yes. (laughs) Fair enough. Oh, so yeah, you can read about all those offline details on the site. There's quite a few of them, but the the big off the big detail no Western release yet. So we do have more releases coming up for Rune Factory Four. It's hitting a whole bunch of new platforms next month. So it's oh, did be that on finally get announced? Um, PC, PS4, and Xbox One on December seventh, twenty twenty one. Um, this is the remastered version of the 3DS title that was previously released on the Switch.
1: Yes. This is a really good game. Buy this and yeah. of Rune Factory
2: 5. I remember that I didn't review it as favorably when I did it. Um, like the the one, I think have I you notice like you hate all games, Sam?
1: The one no, thing no, that I, I think won- is like the won- big W for Rune Factory 4 special is it is you can actually unlock the third arc now.
2: Yeah, which I think may have been part of the originals problem for sure yeah I, I, the room factory i like is the one where you turn into a woolly and everyone's like that one's dumb oh I I love love that one. that's, that's room factory three yeah.
1: and the irony is is that's the room factory that sold the least even though everybody that i know that played it really liked it was it was so
2: good it was so, it was so much better it's than two cute. that was
1: and then slow was then
0: four comes out and you get to date all those people all the monsters
2: like, I I remember liking four. I just remember being the reviewer for most of the Rune Factories, and I remember, I think, only giving that, like, a three out of five. Like, I remember I liked it, but I remember not loving it because it wasn't the woolly one. <laughs> 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 Don't quote me on that, but I think that may have been part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Anna, I, I pre-ordered five. I'm hoping that it's going to be good just so that I can prove pretty wrong.
1: My or- my deep concern is like, I, I, my deep concern is I got burned by Poot. And so like, <laughs> Poot was not good when it came out. Poot and it good. did eventually Pioneers get patched. Pioneers of Olive Town, if you're wondering. <laughs> it did eventually get patched and the patches improved a lot of things, but Poot still has problems that will just never be resolved and um the exact same thing is coming out of reviews for Rune Factory 5 in Japan where it's like this has all sorts of problems and some of them are going to be patched and like Hashimoto-san has already said hey we have patches coming for like the next six to nine months but some of it is just bad game design and like the, oh. the problem that we are eventually kind of going to have to come to terms with is Marvelous is basically the EA of Japan. No one stays there because it's a terrible place to work for.
0: Oh, the gloves are coming off now that she's out of the industry, folks.
1: <laughs> well,
3: you will get to say I told you so if you're right. So
1: I do not want to be <laughs> right. That's the That's the, like that's the thing that like crushes me it's like i want rune factory 5 to be good but none of the reviews that i have read and none of the people that i know that have played it give me any confidence that it is good in its current state All
2: right. well that's it it's i want to be caut- cautiously optimistic i do because i'm very happy that rune factory 5 just exists yeah um, 100 it's one of those like i'm nervous and Maybe I'll do the review, I guess. I don't know. We'll see where <laughs> I'm at. Right. But it's like, I want it to be good. But I 100% agree with you with Poot. Like, writing that review is really hard because there are things that it does really well. And then the things it does poorly, my God, does so poorly. And like, and again, this, I played before the patch was even out. so For sure. I, mean, I played a very different version than most people did.
1: And I mean, I, oh. I think the lack of institutional memory that Marvelous is maintaining, particularly that they after like a decade of cutting ties with Natsume, it's, like really coming home to roost. So I want the next uh I want the next Story of Seasons game to be better because I like Story of Seasons and I want it to continue, but Poot is not good. Well, I guess we'll find out. We'll have so. to
3: see. Yes. Um, Sorry. <laughs> another, another game that a, a lot of people are penning their hopes and dreams on. We got more Elden we got Elden Ring gameplay shown and editions announced. So it's gonna be like open world Dark Souls from what I heard.
4: Yeah, with a ring.
3: <laughs> with a ring. Is it a one ring? Wait,
2: build yeah. them Is, all?
4: Are we talking Elden
0: Ring now? Yes. The yes. game I'll have yeah. to play at next year's Extra Life.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. Maybe. <sighs>
4: It, it You're fine,
3: like Chris. You would die a lot. <laughs> I mean,
1: I, <laughs> I saw need to go? Do b- <laughs> I need to go over there and give you another hug?
0: It's fine. I haven't gotten I, uh, to the next boss yet.
3: <laughs> a bunch of my friends that were soul that are souls born people on Twitter like, were like losing their minds over this game.
5: They're, they're doing the gameplay good. footage.
3: So we'll have to see. But oh, there's we got actual additions. footage out now. Okay, yes,
0: I better watch yes. that.
1: And yeah. I mean, I, I feel like maybe this game just isn't for me. In fact, I'm pretty convinced this game just isn't for me. But I guess I'm not what, understanding what the appeal is.
0: What, Elden Ring? Em? Yeah. Oh, well, of course not. You don't like Dark Souls games. Okay. Why would it be for you?
1: I just, I I guess I'm not really understanding why everybody's so excited. Do you
0: like Demon Souls? No. Okay. They're excited because they like those games.
1: Thank
4: you. <laughs> It, that's it, it's that's all needed. like J James R R Martin. You know that, that's J, it. George R R Martin. George R, R. Martin.
0: Yeah. J, James R. You're thinking Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, uh, uh, it's a uh, Souls like with some uh, Game of Thrones guy writing, so you can have a story that doesn't have a satisfying conclusion, I guess. Um,
3: <laughs> and and the hook of this one is that it's all open world, so you're doing Breath of the Wild type exploration and stuff, which I'm uh, watching the video of. Did it even work it, in a Dark Souls? I mean, I just watched the dude sneak up behind a guard and peg him in the back with a spear and then stab him in the heart. So if you can do more stealth stuff, that sounds kind of interesting. Because part of what I don't like about Dark Souls games is just the brutal combat. Um, I don't even know if there's, like, crafting and stuff. Yeah, um, so... Exploration, combat, including mounted combat, which sounds fun. Side quests, crafting, spirit summoning, and online multiplayer. Yeah, don't
0: don't you get to ride around in a big skeleton deer or something like that? Or yeah.
3: I think so. <laughs> um it also looked like you can set grass on fire from what it looks like. Oh, there's weed maybe in this that... game? Yeah, uh, I guess the that joke I, It's not that. weed, you fucking no. No, I was just looking at the gameplay video, and there was like a huge dragon head spewing fire. So, spitting. I, I know this is great podcast content. I, I'm curious about it. You guys want to know about the collector's editions? Sure. Uh, sure. So the regular collector's edition is 190 bucks and comes with a physical copy, a nine inch statue, a steel bookcase, a 40 page hardcover art book, and a digital soundtrack. Or you could get the premium collector's edition that comes with all of that as well as a one-to-one replica uh, helmet. So not a cat helmet, a human helmet.
0: What's even the point then?
3: I'm not going to lie. I'd probably
1: be more interested in the cat helmet. (laughs) Hey, Scamper, come here.
0: Why are you seducing our cat to wear a helmet? What? It's kind of weird.
1: Ew. Hey, Scamper, come here. Okay. I well, whenever misto- games mistoned
3: that summons. Whenever games come with helmets, I always think of the Halo cat helmet.
0: Now I'm just thinking of that GIF with the cat with its tongue saying, "Let me seduce you." Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> what even? <laughs>
0: I send it to you a lot. Okay, <laughs> you've seen it.
3: Chris, I'm sure I would
1: recognize it if I saw it. Huh?
3: Chris, Chris needs to send me more cat TikToks. More cat TikToks. Okay. I've got a lot of them. Um, so that that is all the news. We've also got, like, very brief uh, release dates. Oh, we didn't talk about... So Square Enix
1: had their financial report this this last <sighs> oh, week. Right. Oh, right. here we go. And um, tucked in amongst a bunch of other things, they you mentioned... You millennials
0: with your NFTs, you think everything's about the NFTs now, don't you?
1: Well, it's my industry, so...
0: Uh-huh. Ever since you got into that into that crypto kitty cat, you've everything's about the nifts.
1: No, crypto
3: kitties is a different project.
0: Oh goodness, I can't keep it straight.
3: Um, crypto stuff is mainstream because when I went to see Eternals <laughs> last night, there was a, a cryptocurrency commercial with Matt Damon.
0: All right, pack it in. We're giving up, everybody. The world is over. <sighs>
1: Capitalism.
0: So, oh! so, what's going on with the crypto and uh, Square Enix?
1: Square Enix uh, mentioned in their financials that they're making an NFT game.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And the like internet—something
0: a lot of companies will probably be announcing. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean the game will come out. Even you know, the, everyone's just going to look into it because it's a new avenue.
2: Yeah. Well, that's it. The NFT situation is going to be very, very interesting. I mean, we've we've dealt with it in the book first. And my god, people were like, if you make an NFT, so help me god, you will never have fans of anything ever again. Yeah, it was wild. On, like, so like, shit,
1: shouldn't do this. 2 2 weeks ago. I'm confused. Some like cabal of authors announced that they were going to do an NFT book where um, the NFTs that were purchased would dictate where the plot proceeded, and so it was going to be like a user-generated experience. And it was going to be like a new kind of writing for all of the authors. And like, they were really excited. And they basically got stoned out of existence. I'm Why? Because NFTs are bad, Chris.
2: You got to remember.
1: This was just choose your own adventure,
0: but put your money on the choices. Yes. I don't get it. Why NFTs it bad. bad. Okay. I'm, I'm going
2: to explain a little something about the book community that most people don't know. Most people who are in the book community, they're environmentalists. So you're looking at the fact that what NFTs do to the environment, Uh-oh. you're saying, Don't get hi, Anna authors, started. you're Don't get doing this. Don't get Anna
0: started about <laughs> NFTs in the environment.
2: No, but I'm just using it as an example because, again, in the library verse, NFTs are something we can't have.
5: Anna like if somebody makes an us. NFT,
2: a library, for example, won't be able to collect it. So like Wait, we're in a different stage with can't, it right why now. Can't the, why can't a library
0: have digital content?
2: We can have the digital content. It's the problem of like there's a couple different avenues. Like libraries have been exploring. Also, the NFT
0: is for for choosing what is made, not for.
2: No, I know that, but it's. But I mean, there are definitely we're in a problematic space with okay. it with li- for libraries. Like it's okay. one of those. It's it's been an interesting debate coming. Because you could have an, you
0: my... could have an NFT about who owns the book and like have copies of that NFT so everyone could read the book. You could do that with NFT. We can.
2: Depends on the platform.
1: Yeah. Well, and true. don't forget that. I mean, how does a library, um, it, let's let's sort of take this to the logical conclusion, Chris. There is a hundred copies of this book, and they are only NFTs. Oh,
5: well,
0: if the library
1: no, holds yeah. it in a custodial wallet, how do they loan it out, and then how do they enforce getting it back?
0: Well, actually. It- <clears throat> I but. don't know. Because there isn't <laughs>
1: technology for that yet. That's
0: well, there's right. technology for loaning digital books in general. But
1: no, but there is not uh, There is not, not technology yeah, right. inside of the blockchain
0: Listen to loan something there's one thing with I'm a sure new of, date back. If there's one thing I'm sure of, if you need some technology made on the blockchain, there are a thousand people
2: who want to make it for you right now. <laughs> There, there's actually another unique problem, Chris, and it's how libraries purchase ebooks. I think I've explained this to you before that like libraries oh, have I to remember. buy a license yeah and that license function can function in a couple different ways. Like for example, if you buy an item that's like a New York Times bestseller, it might be metered, meaning like once all the uses are gone, you have to repurchase that license. Oof. And you got to remember that we pay way more than the average person pays yep. for an ebook. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's another issue that we're going to Remember when eBooks NFTs. were gonna save us money? They did. And then they, no. they did and they didn't. <laughs> so
0: Then it, Amazon happened. <laughs> right.
1: And so the interesting thing that opens up in terms of all of like the electronic books is it opened up self publishing in a way that you couldn't before.
0: Yeah, but those are the bad books. What? The self published books um, are the bad ones. Good books. Will
1: best. Wright is self published who? So is um, Brandon Chris, Sanderson,
0: who's Will Wright, Chris um, and B- Brandon Sanderson's good books are published by Tor. What are you he, talking about, Chris? N- Chris not Chris, all of them, Chris.
1: and he's trying to get out of a lot of those contracts. Uh, you know. Listen,
0: what Chris, I'm trying to say is, author- it, from the from the from the naive uh, perspective of an outsider to this stuff, they're going to think if you are a good author, you're going to get money by a good publisher. You know. By yeah a, but by a publisher
3: you a why, would you, why would you publishers are Chris oh, yeah no and yeah. I mean
1: to give you an idea Chris you don't know who Will Wright is but the only audiobook that was outselling Will Wright all of this week was Dune okay he was also nope. I still don't know who Will Wright is. he was also number three I'm... on Amazon Kindle for like six days straight that
0: doesn't mean that I yes uh, he is fine. an
1: extremely popular author, and the only reason you haven't heard of him is he's not because eligible he's not for normal <laughs> Right, he's not eligible for most of the bestsellers lists because he self-publishes,
3: mm-hmm.
0: which is a problem.
3: I, I'm sorry, to... Chris. Just as an as, as amateur author, I kind of take offense to all the self-published books are bad because so well, many,
0: Ke- Kelly. so many Kelly. authors out there
3: Kelly. just Kelly. get
2: shit on by publishers Kelly. because they're not fitting a, tra- a trend right now. Kelly. Well, there's that and again it also depends I on was... the kinds of contracts you get, what country you live in. Um, for example, most people don't know this, but uh, Canadian authors get paid if a library buys their book and it's been checked out. Oh,
0: now we so get you... the socialists getting involved. In it. <laughs> okay.
2: So yeah, if you buy a Canadian novel, so I'll I'll use an example, um Julius Review Resistance is Futile. <laughs> If you buy if you buy that book for your collection, one, you've already given that author money. Now, if you check it out, you're giving the author more money, but it only is for Canadian content, <laughs> yeah. which I love. I think that is absolutely fantastic. Oh, I'm, I'm and glad you got that
0: in place. And Kelly, now, the, in case it's there not There was
2: a please, downside. Oh, oh, my goodness, let me talk.
0: <laughs> Stop treating me like I normally do treat other people. No! <laughs>
2: Look, I'm the guest with
0: Josh. No, you're right. You do get to you get to override me as much as you want. I'm just no, I want to let Kelly know that right. I'm just I'm just taking a position for the sake of discussion and that I I, do not I know that I I know that you didn't <laughs> mean you it, anything by it. Offended. It's just,
3: <laughs> It's just one of those things that I don't think the normal person realizes just how gatekeepy pub, like major publishers are.
2: Yeah. Major publishing is super gatekeepy and it, again, it's worse yeah. in America. It's like, I mean, just think
0: of it like music labels. You know how bad they are. Yeah. Guess what? Book yep. publishers are also bad.
2: <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> in, in Canada, we have the problem of, uh, so all those publishers exist, and they will pay their authors peanuts, so authors have to get grants from the provinces and from the feds oh to supplement. Gosh. And so here's the bad, thing that's
1: oh wild God. about these publishers, is if they give you um, $10,000 to write a book... If you sell that book at $20, it doesn't take you 50 books or 500 books to get up to the $10,000. They only count the amount that you actually get as an author, which is about $0.95 a book. It's pretty bad. You have to sell a lot of books as someone who is under a large publisher label to actually make money.
2: It's why like, you see how hard some publishers go with influencers and uh it's why libraries are actually often kept out of the equation like there are a lot of publishers such as Macmillan, who hate libraries <laughs> they think that we steal and it's like no no we we buy copies of the books and you still get paid dipshits but no we're evil because we loan out ebooks and stuff like that again how dare you at a higher, well again oh. and paying it at a higher price
0: well I mean so, that's why you're you know. paying the higher prices cuz they have that perception of you but
2: well again it's it's how it's sold right yeah Metered but i mean it's sold meter. that way because
0: they have this this errant idea that you having ebooks on loan is going to destroy their industry which
2: lord forbid
0: well actually the real reason is because they saw a way to to get more money <laughs> and they and they Well and again <laughs> every single
2: one is different so you know and, All right.
0: Uh, oh. um can we move on? Yeah. Let's oh, keep going. New releases Garney
2: needs yeah, to
3: play so. Smash. <laughs> um sorta sort of the Necromancer is getting next gen versions released, PS4 and PS5 and Xbox Series S versions, so that's great. Um Tunchi is out right now. I have no idea what that game is. Um we've also got DLC for Yaga's Roots of or sorry, Yaga, the Roots of Evil DLC is now out on PC and Sword Art Online. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. It also has uh, major DLC. Oh, is this
1: Lycoris or whatever it is? Al- yeah.
4: Al- Licorice? Alicization?
1: Oh, Alic... Alix-
4: Alliteration?
1: Al- S- I like
3: Alicization, the destruction <laughs> of Sword Art Online. The Amibos. second half is Lycoris. Um, Pixel Heroes, Megabyte, and Magic is launching on Switch this week. As oh, it came out yesterday. Uh, um... I wrote in yesterday, so I wouldn't say this week and then still said it, go me. Um, we've got Mercenaries of Rebirth, Call of the Wild Lynx releasing next week. Yay! On the, the and also, 11th.
1: boo! So this was the uh, one that, when it got announced a couple uh, couple months ago, I'm like, you know, normally they put out these games at like the end of December, beginning of January, sometimes the end of November, and I'm kind of hoping they do it later in the year, and they did it.
3: Um, also, if you like old MMOs, we've got our Ragnarok Origin releasing on mobile next week.
4: And a, a commercial with pr- plenty of beautiful people playing it on their cell phones. I'm sure that's their demographic.
3: <laughs> we've got Arcadian Fallen Landing uh, Arcane Fallen landing on Steam this month, November 17th. And then The Cruel King and the Great Hero is releasing on March 4th, 2022, and Spellforce 3 console versions have been delayed until March 2022. That is all your briefs. Woo. What's what's coming out this week, Chris?
1: Uh there's Are... a bunch of stuff coming out. So Blue Reflection: Second Light is hitting PC, PS4, Ooh, second and Switch. Life. No, second light.
2: Oh, uh, so this I'm is the sequel to blue reflection.
1: Okay.
2: That is a no thank you. <laughs> right. It's so, funny
1: uh, because you thought the game was totally mediocre, but my friend Ninji's actually enjoying it.
2: And again, that is a to each their own on that one. Right. Um, I found it very offensive at times.
5: Ooh,
1: which is bad. which is weird because like didn't Chris uh I can never remember how to correctly pronounce his last name. Who? Which one? Uh, K n i g g e.
0: Knigget? (laughs) What are we doing? Monty Python now? (laughs) Do you remember Sam? I I can never
2: remember how to say
0: his last name. K n i g g e. Yeah. Knig. Nig, Nig, yeah I, yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to guess anymore because I'm going to say words I shouldn't say.
2: Actually. <laughs> I he, remember. He, he did
1: the localization yeah. for this for the first time. Oh,
2: no. The localization is fine. It's just.
4: It's, it's the content. It's,
2: it's the content. The content is sometimes oh, offensive, sometimes uncomfortable, and sometimes I look at it and I go, wow, you think girls are stupid, but you're trying to empower them. Screw you, gang. <laughs> is this
1: is this approaching game. like witch and the hundred night level of problems no no
2: no it's just one of those it mixed has messages it it does mix messaging in a way that i'm just like no like as a woman i find this offensive but okay game you do you and again <laughs> gust has this problem sometimes where they're like <laughs> Sometimes they, they do it right, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they do it very, it's very, very good wrong. At all. all right. <laughs> so uh, it's one of the, I'm cautiously optimistic for whoever reviews it on the site that they had a good time. I hope it's good, I, but I, I have a lot you of self-love you love, and wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole.
1: Ooh. <laughs> um, Other games coming out this week. Sparklight is hitting iOS and Android. Sparklight is awesome. It has music by Dale North, who also does our podcast music, and it was really fun. It's like a roguelike that isn't awful, or it was a roguelike that was hard enough, just hard enough for me. Um, uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is hitting Switch this week. Uh, as previously mentioned, Mercenaries Rebirth, Call of the Wild hits Switch this week. Uh, the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Anniversary Edition is going to be on PS5 and Xbox Series S and X. Alchemic Cutie is hitting PC, Mac, and Linux. And I, I'm still hoping for a Switch release someday. Um, and then Shin Megami Tensei 5 is going to be out on the Switch. Ooh, ooh, so hype, so hype. <laughs> i just Get see hype, i just hype. see chris's hands fly up in frustration from his side of the computer and he goes dude uh two pieces of editorial content this week we do not have our smt five review up as of the morning of november 6th because as a site we agreed that we should finish games before we review them, and we simply did not have the opportunity to finish, and we would rather be accurate and late than first and not do it well. So, what did hit this week is a game deck review, and my latest backlog in the year for October 2021
2: is out. Yay! We did stuff.
1: Yes. Yay. There's going to be a lot more editorial content in November than I think there yep. was in October. We, there's we a, a lot of reviews sure. going on. There's a lot of yeah. feature content going a lot of on. Reviews. There's a lot of writing going on. Mm. So please look forward to it. Everybody's know, working very hard on I'm doing, like, a lot
2: of things. I am doing a review, which I will start tomorrow. Yay. Um, and I'm the one spearheading the really big feature for the month, so well, I got a lot of work ahead of me. <laughs> Go Sam, I've gotta get, which I've got to get started on. Oh, I still <laughs> love you, Kelly. It's fine. <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for the reminder. I got to need to
1: write that this weekend. I got to pick what I'm going to be writing about. I'm going to have to
2: see, if but it's, it's something that we hope you will all enjoy. And given we haven't talked about indies in a while. I think this will be a very interesting feature to see what kind of indies the staff would recommend to people. Yep. Which you know, I'm always down for you know doing these types of features. Yeah. And again, I got to start thinking about what uh, what's going to win the Michael Cunningham Award this year. So Ooh, yeah,
1: our our Game of the Year awards are coming up very quickly. Although they won't actually happen until no, they'll January. they'll
2: happen in January for January. us. But it's one of those I've been telling myself like part of the reason I wanted to finish Persona Strikers is it's one of the bigger games that I bought that could potentially be a game of the year candidate. And it's the same with Tales of Arise. Like that's going to be probably the next thing I play because I want to see where I'm going to sit in terms of how I feel about it. I have a um, weird hunch. I think I'm going to like Persona Strikers more. Huh, <laughs> I'm really? a little worried about that. <laughs> we'll, we'll find uh, out. Right. Like, again, I haven't yeah, started Arise. I fair. don't know. And again, Everyone who's screaming, oh my god, there's slavery in Rise!" Y'all forgot Symphonia had it.
0: Wait, yep. Is, I didn't know that was a thing people were complaining about.
2: So yeah. Something that someone had mentioned. It was like a like, weird thing
1: for like three days on Twitter when Arise came out. All I remember yeah, people was that saying people like saying people, they liked it.
2: Oh A lot of people like Rise, but they're saying that the slavery content in it is cringy. And I'm like, y'all, did you play Symphonia? Because... Um, Slavery is a huge component of that game too. Isn't the whole point
3: that you're liberating people? Yeah. And uh,
5: yeah. Yeah. like this I is
1: feel like one of the very work. early mores in that game is, "Hey, it turns out slavery is wrong." <laughs> well, yeah. I, yeah,
0: and I don't know. Maybe they're going. People want a more nuanced approach, given events or something. I don't know. Uh, you mean. want a more I...
1: nuanced approach to hey, slavery is wrong? Yeah, No, not I mean, that it's I'm... wrong.
0: They want more like um, understanding just how wrong it. I don't know. I'm like, not the right I'm... person to understand what, what we could be overlooking in this. So. That's fair.
3: <laughs> As someone who played through the past two Tales games and was kind of mad on both of them, I'm happy that this Tales game actually has stakes and kind of
1: are they prime not dire quants.
3: No, no, Chris, not those kind
1: of stakes. <laughs>
3: no. <laughs> not dire quants. I, I feel like this is the first Tales game in a while that's actually had a serious story, and I'm not talking like serious edgelord serious. I mean... I making, appreciate you differentiating. Yeah, no, give, giving the characters agency and a reason to do what they're doing.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very curious where a rise is going to sit for me for sure um given we also haven't had a tales game in a while not since so, berseria not since berseria and i actually like there are things i disliked about berseria and there are things i really liked about berseria berseria was a weird one for me whereas i absolutely did not like Sisteria. nope but no one's surprised about me not liking the one that's very like so ray is actually jesus and he has you know his elemental jesus friend we don't.
0: Oh. Elemental don't apostles. Tales. Come on, do it right.
2: It's apostles. Yeah, it's like mean... no, just just don't tails. Just, just don't. You mean the have one where lost like, child? The... Sam. Mm-hmm? Have you played Lost Child? I have not. Do I want to? <laughs> That's a very Jesusy story.
1: <laughs>
2: um, it
1: it, it has oh, some real. Note. Jesus stuff to it to the point where like it literally plays Christmas carols during the last scenes of that game, and and through the credits. I
2: again have nothing against that. It's just in the in that particular Tales game, it was just the game was already bad, and then when it kind of went to that territory, it was just like it was was just it was so funny for me me. because
1: like I was I think I ended up reviewing
2: Lost Child. Maybe?
1: I was one of the (laughs) first people that was playing it. And it was just weird, because like, the game's fine, the game's fine, the game's fine. 80% through the way, the game's fine. I mean, the story's fine. The combat's fun. The exploration's fine. And then, because Jesus.
3: Because Jesus? And like, it feels so out of place.
2: Jesus.
3: And so it was just really weird.
1: And the problem was is no one played it at the same rate that I did, so I had to wait like six months to talk about that game with anybody. Yeah, I All forgot, right. I was, I I forgot I you beat it
3: I long before I did.
1: It's, it's an interesting... If you like Dungeon Crawlers or want to give Dungeon Crawlers a try, honestly, there are worse games. So... I don't know. Maybe I'll send you a copy.
3: Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Sam... My biggest problem with Disteria was that it was like watching paint dry in game form. It, it was, was so bad. boring. It was it
2: was it was boring. On top so boring. of just it it did a again, it went a route that I was not expecting but didn't do it well. So it's like, oh, it's boring.
0: And this it died again, by the way.
2: I will give like berseria points because even though it's kinda edgelordy. Like, I liked Velvet and Luffy set. I I was I was down for their stories. I thought they were pretty great. Um, even though the dungeons were not very good in that game. At, at least those
3: characters had motivation in Bersaria, where Sori and
2: all of his apostles were just like wandering around. <laughs> and you gotta no love particular. that uh, love that Japan's like we love Zisteria and it's like of course you do, of course you do, of course you like. Paint drying. Of course you do. Let's talk about who's the most popular character and make an anime for it. Yay! And it's like, I don't want this.
3: I mean, <laughs> I will. I will give Zestaria one thing. At least it had one of my favorite Tales characters in it, which was Zathed. Which the game well, just needed to be about
2: him because he was cool. Yes.
0: Is that the wind one? Yes.
2: Yeah. That half-naked Bishounen guy. Yeah. He, gets he was all points.
3: And he was such a bastard, and I loved him, and he was the only character in the entire freaking game that had any personality. All right. So there you go. We
1: are going to wrap up this podcast for today, because I think Chris is up to, like, 45 deaths.
3: Poor Chris.
1: So, uh, thank you, Josh.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Thank
1: you, Kelly. Thank you, Anna. (laughs) Thanks, Sam.
2: I don't know if you want to be thanking me being here. I think I think we should all regret it. But yeah, <laughs> no. Sam is a treasure, and I will not have any Aww. other words otherwise. No, I love you guys. This is this is always thank a lot you, of Sam, fun for being here and you know hang out. Chris, I still love you too, and I hope this game gets better. For I'm literally, you. just
4: shooting
0: my gun in the air now. Just boom. Just
2: is this is this you giving up?
0: Being socially irresponsible. All right, In this poco- apocalyptic we, uh, wasteland.
1: We, we are going to jump off this RPG cast <laughs> with a reminder that our question of the week is what is a game that you love but everyone else seems to
3: despise? Operation and, Darkness! <laughs> Bubsy. Um Since
1: this is still a part of Extra Life, I want to give a shout-out to... Um, hang on. Children's Wisconsin? No, I want to give a shout-out to getaway music entertainment otherwise known as game if you are a streamer or content creator looking for music that is royalty free you can head up spotify.getawaymusicentertainment.com and find all sorts of music particularly rpg music that you can use that's royalty free and won't get your youtube channel (laughs) strikes. so as always when wrapping up the rpg cast uh thank you Dell North for the intro and outro music for the podcast. Thank you Forecast for the encoding. Um what is everybody going to be playing
3: next week? Sleep.
2: I don't uh, know.
3: Or Animal probably, Crossing until SMT5.
2: Probably Mafia boys. <laughs> <laughs> I get I'm going to
4: try to play more of The Good Life, and I'm hoping that gets better, because the first like 30 minutes were not grabbing me last night.
2: I- I've heard A Good Life, it is not. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I'm going to be finishing Iconfell. I'm probably going to start up Fault Milestone 2, and then, I don't know, am I going to play SMT this week? I haven't decided. Oh. My phone just decided to go crazy. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We are going to end the stream for now because we are going to toss it over to Scar for him to continue um, playing d- to do his uh, section of the Extra Life stream. So if you want to play Super Smash Brothers, just hang out at twitch.tv slash It's time to smash. And you can join Scar. We are going to be streaming all weekend long for Extra Life. We are raising money for the Children's Miracle Network. You can tune in any between Friday Friday. 4 p.m. Eastern, which has already happened all the way through Monday at 2 a.m. Eastern. We will hopefully see you at some time between the 5th and the 9th. So thank you, everybody. Bye for now. Bye, Bye -bye. everyone! Bye. Bye!